Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Twas the night before Christmas with fireside crackle, not a covey was stirring, not even a jackal. Strange stockings were hung by the waterfall rocks in hopes that the demon would appreciate socks. The grunts were asleep in their methane-filled beds. Strange visions of food nipples danced through their heads. Cortana and her bob and I in my helmet were looking for foes or for fellowship well met. But out on the halo swelled a covenant faction. I emerged from my cryopod ready for action. Away to the battle we flew in a pelican, but they're not that reliable, and yes, this one fell again. The moon in the sky had the strange name of Basis, but it sufficiently lit up their covenant faces. When what to my wandering eyes did appear, but a scarab festooned with elites in good cheer. With a little grunt driver so gassy and quick, I thought for a moment he might be Saint Nick. But faster than hornets his convoy approached, he yelled in Balaho, Defenses are broached! Now jackals, now ungoy, now brutes and elites! On hunters, on buggers, be quick on your feet! Let's capture this demon or leave with his head! He's worth lots of life, but he's just as good dead! We'll blast him with mortars and plasma fire too! And reduce his mule there to a puddle of goo! Halo, halo, and happy halo days to all you people celebrating the holidays out there. It's almost Christmas, we're recording this on the 21st, and would you know it, we're here to talk about Christmas. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're tuning into this episode, you're tuning in to Oddball, where we talk about things outside of the universe. But even in universe, they celebrate Christmas. Look at my hair right now, Brian. Holy cow, dude. You look like uh, Jim Carrey from, from one of his movies. I do. Thank you so much. That's actually very flattering. Ace Ventura, I guess. <laughs> it's me, your host, Joshua Hargis. And joining with me, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my friend, and your other host, Brian Arvett. Brian, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's the boom touch. It's the, oh, get the, get the boom touch. <laughs> Gotta get the boom touch for get Christmas. Get the boom touch. Uh, Hope I yeah, get Merry it Christmas, stocking. guys. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, then happy holidays or, or whichever to you. Uh, we wish that to you as well. Um, it's, it's nice to finally arrive at uh, the holidays. It's kind of sad, though, because growing up as a kid, I would always, like, look forward to these holidays so much. Like, months in advance, I'd look forward to them. But now, with having to work every week, it's just kind of like I don't even think about it too much. And then suddenly it's the week of Christmas. And I usually, I mean, if you're usually if you're a, a working adult, you have to work at least some days of the Christmas week, if not all of them. So I've had to work yesterday. I had to work today. I have to work tomorrow. 
and then I got the next two days off after that. But then I got to work. I got to work Christmas Day, so it's like, eh. What do you, you know? What do you work at? You, like you just go in for a full day, full shift. Oh yeah, yeah. They got to have somebody to stay at the hospital on Christmas. So. And it had to be you. It's me and one other guy. So. Oh man, I but hope hey, that means you get it off next year or something. No, it actually doesn't. They actually just if you don't have kids, they make you work. That's messed up. Dude. Yep. That's so messed up. Yep. So why Fuck don't you come work place, at a hospital, dude. Josh, and make Jesus. sure you work every Fuck holiday? Fuck that place. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I get it though, it, man. Because you know what? The, it, it, it's interesting. I, I've realized this year. It's like I, one of the things I, I miss the most about being a kid is like when you're a kid. Christmas is amazing because everything is curated for you. So you go to school and there's the decorations everywhere. You go to the stores, they're all put up everywhere. Television, they're putting the Christmas specials on. You know, your parents usually have the hot cocoa, the cookies. They're they're making all that stuff. They put up the tree. They hung your stockings. Hung your stockings, you know. You're not doing presents and stuff like that. That's all kind of taken care of, really. You're just basically trying to get through school the first couple of weeks so you can get to that cool two-week break and wait yeah. for Santa and when you're an adult, like Brian said, you get, you were just working through it. And, uh, you know, now it's like, shit, now we have to make it. And I think I just it just hit me at 33 years of age. I'm like, we have to kind of make that kind of magic again. And I'm like, well, shit, I wish I'd realized that sooner. Dude, I, I remember being in high school and, and coming to the realization that once I get out of high school, there will be no such thing as summer breaks anymore. And that was just hard to believe. And now... Now it's hard to remember what it was like to have freaking two and a half months off of the year where you just do whatever you want because you work every summer unless you're a teacher or you know something like that. You pretty much, and even if you're a teacher, a lot of times you pick up something extra yeah. during that time. But uh, yeah, yeah, I wish just, I, as much as I'm glad I, I had a great week taking uh, taking the week off for Halo. I'm like, man, I wish I would have taken a week off right for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't have that option at the hospital, but. Still, yeah, I know. I, it sounds terrible. The, the week, the week for Halo was was perfect for me. It was a perfect vacation, so I'm very nice. happy with that. It was nice. One very. Uh, okay, Josh, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. So last last year we talked about you know what your favorite Christmas movie was and stuff like that. Yeah. So 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 that we don't like go over the same exact thing, Josh, I'm, I want you to answer these three questions. What's your favorite movie that's not a Christmas movie, but it feels like Christmas or puts you in the Christmas spirit? Okay. What's your favorite game that does the same thing? And what's your okay. favorite song or album that does the same thing? Gives you the Christmas feels, even though it's not a Christmas designed thing. Can you think of uh, any one of those? Yeah, no, 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 no. I can think of I can think of plenty of stuff. Um I would actually say, okay, last year, around this time I was on vacation, like literally around this week and just preceding Christmas, and my dad and I watched all the Harry Potter films. And I mean, the first one, a lot of people consider a Christmas movie in some ways. I don't. But, uh, you know, it's got the Christmas scenes in there, but that doesn't necessarily make it a Christmas movie for me. But uh, we watched all of those and it was just great. Every day it was like watching another Harry Potter movie. I hadn't seen them in years since I think the last one had come out in theaters. So it had meant a long time. And... I just got swept up in the Harry Potter mood, and it was just nice because, it, you know, when you're a kid, there's always, like... I mean, even as an adult, we get in phases of stuff we're into, right? So, yeah. it was... I was getting, like, this renaissance of, of being into Harry Potter stuff, and I remember buying uh, the first book, and I was reading through some of that, and I was just getting myself just surrounded in that kind of euphoria. That was really fun. That was really fun. And when it got to this year, like, last week, I was like, do you want to watch the Harry Potter movies again, Dad? And he was like... 
Uh, not yet, not yet. <laughs> it's a little, a little too soon still, which I get. Yeah. I get because he even asked me at one point at a different point, and I was like, uh, let, "Let's let's see what else we could watch. Let's see what else we could watch." And we didn't go with it, but it feels like it's a thing now. I think something about last year just set that in stone for me. I'd also go so much to say Fellowship of the Ring specifically out of the Lord of the Rings movies. But um, let's see. Your other question was. What was it? There was music. Oh, games, games. Music and game. Now, while, while you think of those, Josh, so I'm really glad. I, I had two in mind, and I knew you were going to steal one, so I'm glad you didn't steal the other one. Okay. I was going to say Harry Potter, which Harry Potter always feels like, like just watching Harry Potter in general just feels sure. Christmasy to me. Uh, so you nailed that. But actually, you came close, but the other one that super feels Christmasy to me is the Hobbit trilogy. I, I really feel like the Hobbit trilogy uh, just feels like Christmas to me because those movies all came out in December. And like Battle of Five Armies had like such a snowy aesthetic and snowy trailers and and posters and stuff. So mm. I always like watching Harry Potter or Hobbit. Lord of the Rings is a little oh, bit just, too, but like you said, it's it's mostly just like fellowship. But dude, those the movies, Hobbit those Hobbit movies very, are so much fun. I don't yeah, care the, the Hobbit has a very like because the even even like the first Hobbit movie, like when they're all eating in Bilbo's house, it's like it's very like Thanksgiving like and it's yeah. very warm. And then yeah, so just like. I don't know. I just really enjoy watching those movies during the during the Christmas season for sure. No, I get that, man. That's a good. That's a good one. I it was fun getting to rewatch those. I watched so rewatched so much this year, and I remember rewatching those beforehand. And I still remember getting to the Lord of the Rings stuff, and my dad was like, "Where's this person? Where's that person?" I'm like, "I know, I know, I know." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what, dude? You I bet me- your dad didn't ask where Tariel was though when he watched Lord of the Rings. He did. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay, why? Because you coaxed him. You you coaxed. coaxed I might him have had a little influence. I, I was gonna say, there's no way he would ask that without your influence. <laughs> but no to way. be fair, it's it's a valid question. Anyway, you did jog my memory, Brian. Uh, I did did make me think of another one. I'd say if I'm looking at one singularly for myself, actually, I'm gonna say The Force Awakens because oh, that yeah. that whole time back in 2015 was like insane because a Star Wars movie had never come out around December. And it wasn't just the Christmas season. It was like all the snow was out. You know, it was like a normal Christmas season. But then you yeah. have it supplemented by all this like Star Wars merchandise. The new Battlefront had come out in like late November or whatever. And yeah, there's all this merch everywhere. I agree with you, you on this. You one. go and it just and it made it go it, and it made it so fun to go see the movie. And even then, when they're at Star Killer Base, it's all snowy and everything like that. And I just hear like Ray's theme. Like I don't know, I can hear that music in my head, and I—that's honestly probably my answer for uh, a song that's not Christmassy is Ray's theme because okay. it just literally reminds me. It's that. It's terrible. I'm not doing a good job. Anyway, I love it though. It's so good, and it reminds me of Christmas because it really reminds me of that experience. It was playing during the credits. I remember, and I just remember going outside with everyone, and it's just like. Soaking in, in that we just saw a new Star Wars movie, a new era had begun, and Christmas was only a few days away. Matter of fact, I think it was. I can't remember. It came out on the 24th. It came out like just a few days before Christmas. But yeah. I saw it four or five times in the month of December and January. So it, I it definitely feels Christmas to me. Still my favorite. Still my favorite of the three. But uh, favorite, okay, like game, that's not Christmassy. Um, I will have to go with Nice of the Old Republic. Because it was December 2004, I was playing KOTOR 2. And I beat that. It came out in like November, I think. I beat it with by December, and I think I started replaying KOTOR 1. Something like that. I'm fuzzy now. But either way, 
because of that, it's like every subsequent year it gets to like December, I start getting the itch to replay KOTOR again. Only when it's like cold weather out and stuff like that. And that's really when I'm in the mood to play it, which I haven't done this year because Infinite came out. But it had Infinite not came out, I know it would have uh, it would have done that. And Halo wouldn't have been able to scratch that itch. But yeah, that's that's probably it for me. I don't know, something about it. And it's calm, it's serene, it's... um. It's got a lot of, like, I get to certain planets in that game, and it's just so peaceful. And I think that, again, reminds me of so much of what Christmas represents and stuff like that, even though it's yeah. stressful as an adult. <laughs> but what about you, man? Over to you for games uh, and songs. Well, as a broad statement, I would say Nintendo games and Blizzard games. And that's not, I'm not saying Blizzard games because of the word Blizzard. <laughs> you man. get it because of the snow. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, with Nintendo games, like, Nintendo usually has really good like winter areas like like Ocarina of Time you have like the um the ice cavern where you get the iron boots you have like Super Mario 64 has like the fun snowman level where you can go take the baby penguin and throw it over the edge of the mountain to its death. <laughs> um, I love seeing that clip despite never having played that. Yeah, or there's like Dark Twilight Princess, you have like there's a you have to snowboard down this hill to a yeti mansion and then you have to help this uh yeti and his wife make soup. And it's uh, it's a good time. But then Blizzard, cool. but then Blizzard games, like I can just remember spending lots of times in the basement at my parents' house with my brother playing either StarCraft or Diablo, um, just in the wintertime or Warcraft. Those are just things we did for some reason. We just would play Blizzard games in the wintertime. It's weird how like things become associative just because of how you experience them. Like there's nothing really about StarCraft or Diablo or Zelda. That's like Christmas specific, or, or for your case, like Knights of the Republic, um, where we talked. To, well, I mean, Harry Potter, I'd get even Harry Potter and Hobbit's the same too. But I mean, with Harry Potter and the Hobbit, we kind of pulled from those winter scenes. But those things really aren't Christmas at all. But they're just so associative. So yeah, it doesn't really matter if they're not Christmas movies. Um, if it makes you feel that warm fuzziness at that time of the year, I think that's I think that's good enough. No, yeah, especially as an adult. I mean, it, I love watching Christmas movies. I, I I get in the mood every single, like, late November. Pretty much once Thanksgiving comes around, I'm like, okay, Christmas movie season is upon us. I'm someone who loves listening to all the Christmas music in the stores. We had a guy at work specifically request that they turn it off when we're working nights, and I was like, oh, Are dude, you? some people love to hate Christmas. Yeah, like, I'm just like, man, 12 months in a year, and you can't stand this music is designed to play for like 25 days. That's it in a year at 365 days, 25 days of them, just Christmas music. And you can't stand that. And it's only when you're in the grocery store. It's not, I know. I'm just, yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Just build a bridge and get over this shit for 25 days. This is all you got to do. But I love that stuff. Uh, so I mean I get I get amped for everything, right? I get I get pumped for it. But it is nice as I've gotten older to get these things that make me nostalgic around the time of year that aren't associated with Christmas, but now are kind of like my Christmas memories or my Did you my have a song Christmas or memories. now? Oh, you already said the Ray's Yeah, theme. like Ray's theme, probably probably that one just because it was amazing going into December. So like to to take you guys back to 2015, I had read all the leaks leading up to the force awakens release and it just made me more excited because i wasn't going into the movie stressed out i was more like okay now i can't wait to see episode eight but also i still want to see what episode seven looks like and 
you know, the merchandise is everywhere I go. I'm working in a grocery store, and all my friends are excited. I went to see it with several coworkers. And Brian was there, of course, too. Um, but different showtimes and stuff like that. I went to see it with different people. And that was amazing. It was really incredible because, you know, I just I associate seeing that movie, watching that movie with wearing, like, hoodies, coats, jackets, the the crunching of snow, you know, with your, your boots on the ground and stuff like that. Having to defrost the car yep. and uh, scrape it off and, and get the ice off and everything. And, you know, just getting to see every time I'd go out Christmas shopping, you know, for any store you went in, it didn't matter what store it was. They found a way to have Star Wars merchandise. And it was really cool to see that. And it just kind of lumped it in with Christmas. I could go down a Christmas aisle and there's Star Wars stuff or there's Star Wars stuff in the next aisle over. It was never far away from any of the Christmas stuff. So it just kind of became synonymous because it was just kind of like it forced its way to be. And I was like, just closing my eyes, just with my arms spread wide, with the arms wide open, and I was like, who, I, I embrace you. I embrace who didn't you. somehow have a BB-8 in their house on Christmas, whether it was an actual BB-8 or uh, brand marketing on your soda or your, yes. your candy? Like BB-8 was just a Christmas thing. Yeah, no, it was. That was like the hot item. That that was like a tickle me Elmo. For us adults. You know what's funny too, Josh? I want to mention that I, I think you'll agree with, and I think a lot of our listeners will agree with. What is it about being a freaking nerd and loving when weather is a certain way outside for us to sit on our asses and in inside the house and do the same damn shit we always do? What is it about that? It's a joy. I don't know. It's, it's like just... it's like oh, it's snowing outside. It's a blizzard. I'm sitting inside playing Halo. Well, oh, that was. It's so warm out. It's like it's like summertime and it's sunny. I'm playing Halo inside. Oh, it's fall. Oh, <laughs> that, it's spring. You're doing the same thing no matter yeah. what, but you love it. That well, with Chris, speaking purely on Christmas, that actually leads into what I was saying is, uh, so like there were plenty of times, you know, I come out of seeing the movie A Force Awakens, and every, you know, we're all like, where do you, where does it rank for you? How do you feel about it? Going home, and then there's just some days I can remember in the morning where it's like there's snow outside, and it's like. When it when it's snow outside and it's morning, it's got that bright sunshine and just not really going out to do anything, not wanting to go out and do anything. So I'd be sitting inside playing Battlefront or watching some Star Wars thing, reading some Star Wars books or whatever, and just sitting on my ass and just relaxing and vibing with Star Wars music playing and stuff like that. And it just that music, that race theme played during the credits. And I just remember thinking, like, this is a new era that has begun, like, We'll probably never get this again because this is like the equivalent of what Phantom Menace was, where you had such a gap in time, and suddenly now kick, it's kicking off a new now era. Now Disney owns it, we'll never get that gap. Disney, we'll never again. get that gap, which is good. But I mean, you know, uh, I just want—I was like taking it in, and I was like, "This is it." Like, there's no looking. We back could live now. to be a hundred, and there will not be one year without something new. Star Wars. No. Yeah, there'll uh, we'll be. I'll be 98 years old next to Brian in a hospital bed, and we'll see a, a preview for some like Anakin Skywalker show. And, and Josh would be like, I hope I live year. to see it. Oh, like, hope I, I live to die. see it, Brian. Hope I live. <laughs> hey, Josh, you'd be lucky if you loved, lived to see dinner time. <laughs> you old fart. And then, like, I go to move my finger and it just breaks off. Oh, man. That's <laughs> Can terrible. Can you pick that up, please? <laughs> I think oh, I dropped terrible. my finger. Uh, yeah. oh, um, for me, for, for a song that yeah. always makes me think of Christmas time. It's a weird pick, but you'll also be like, that's completely on point for Brian. Um, there's this song called Walls by this band called Emery. And I have the song. I have it pulled up here. Oh, Josh. you do? You got it. I have it pulled up here. Because me and Creighton would listen to this while playing Blizzard games 
on the laptop in the corner of our house trying to get Wi-Fi is what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Josh is like, make it stop. That's what I always think of at Christmas time. So angsty. <laughs> so festive. So oh festive. Oh, my God. But literally, when I listen to it, I only see snowfall in my mi- my mind's eye. Like, I see snow falling. Because yeah. I just, re- just reminds me so that much. That song does it. Time. It just takes you to a serene it place. Just, right? <laughs> Josh is like, it just, I couldn't even make it out. What was he saying? It doesn't matter. It sounds like he was gargling mouthwash and trying to talk at the same it, time. This is Listerine! <laughs> yeah. No. No, it's uh, no. I get it though. I get it though, because I mean, I, there's plenty of stuff, you know. Like even when we're done recording, I'll be like, "Oh shit, that's another one that I thought of." It reminds me of Christmas and stuff like that. Plenty of music out there does that, but definitely not as much music because I do tend to listen. I do tend to listen to a lot of Christmas music um, around this time. Although lately, it's been Halo Infinite. I have listened to a ton of Halo Infinite. I've been listening to the No Way Home soundtrack. Do you like that snow level in Halo Infinite? Uh, if there was one. That would have been, been nice. Would have been nice. It would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, hit me up with. The, no, actually, no. I, I was about to say hit me up with a, a story, but usually hit me up is, is reserved for hit me up with the sound of. Yes, it is. Um, uh, but anyways, hit me up with the story of um, what was your worst Christmas? Oh, Last worst year we asked Christmas. like what was the best Christmas. So like what was the worst oh, Christmas? Steve. And it, I'll I'll start since I know I got mine already top of my head. Sure. Um. My worst Christmas wasn't a bad Christmas at all, but I do remember being the worst. It was I was like twelve. We were at one of our we're like our second house, and I didn't ask for anything for Christmas really. Like I didn't have any one big item or anything mm. in particular. So my parents were just kind of like, "Oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out," and they just bought me stuff. And I was like, "Okay," I just couldn't think of anything. And then for Christmas, my parents got me like a ton of Coca Cola collectible items because i collected coca-cola stuff when i was 12 yeah justin um, used to collect uh simpson stuff so he usually yeah, got a but, lot uh, of the simpson but that stuff. was all i got for christmas that year mm-hmm. was coca-cola collectibles so like my brothers had like toys or games or whatever they could play with mm. and all i had was like all my stuff that i opened just sat there you know just to look at like couldn't i couldn't do anything with it yeah and i didn't ask for anything really so it wasn't my parents fault my parents got me good good collectibles but like it was just a real i remember just being like wow that's that christmas was just kind of like yeah. not, i can't think of a word better than like wasted is not a good word because it was not wasted but like i'm like that that excitement for opening a gift and then using it like that's gone for this year like that year is <laughs> forgettable off maybe yeah, it was kind of forgettable because I don't even have that Coca-Cola stuff anymore. I think it gave it to my brother, and I don't even know if my brother has it anymore. But it yeah, was just a really kind right of next to the Boom Touch. Yeah, it's right next to his. Yeah, I get the Coca-Cola bottles right next to that Boom Touch. Uh, but yeah, it was just kind of a just kind of a boring Christmas in regards to gifts. So, uh, but yeah, what about you, Josh? Do you, can you think of what you actually did jog a jog one for me? There was I, I was super young. I was probably under ten, and I think this was like a year after Space Jam had come out. And for whatever reason, I had like a renaissance of being into Space Jam. Hmm. And this is like um this is like in early December, and I'm like, I want Space Jam toys. And this is at a point in time when like you know, you don't the internet's still in its infancy. eBay's not really a thing. Can't really go and get that kind of stuff. You just can't. If you if had to you be lucky get it, and go into a Walmart and hope there's some Space Jam stuff. Yeah, and it's like it's a it's a it's at least a year 
past the movie being out and I'm wanting that stuff. But even then I'm kind of like indifferent. I don't really have a main thing like I normally have. So I end up getting that year. My, my, my big gift I end up getting is a, just like a small t- personal TV and which was cool in of itself in a way, but it wasn't really like a toy or a video game or anything like that. And I remember it's funny kinda, you say that, Josh, because I'm pretty sure I said last year my big favorite Christmas gift was my personal TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the opposite for me. But I, I mean, it was cool. It was like I said, it's still cool in of itself because I used that TV eventually. But for a while, it just kind of sat there because I just wasn't someone. So you who, didn't get any like Space Jam stuff? Mm-mm. No, and, and I wasn't. I was fine with it because it was one of those things where I was like in a state of if I had to pick something I'm kind of into, it's that. But like at the same time, I'm not like wholly into it. And as yeah. a kid, I was going in and out of, you know, revolving doors of being in and out of stuff. So I just couldn't I couldn't get into any one thing at that time. And there wasn't anything I could really be decisive on. So me not getting that didn't really make me sad. It didn't affect me. I was just you know, I was just kind of like you. I was kind of like, yeah, I mean. This this stuff is cool. I know I got some other stuff too. I just can't remember what, but it was kind of forgettable, I guess. But I think I remember it because I was like, "That's the one I didn't like." <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, you know, isn't it stuff. strange? Like, I mean, I guess we kind of relate that. Like for us, our worst Christmas memory was when we didn't have like a big ticket item in mind. Because I think that's part of what made Christmas so exciting as a kid. Is you're like, "Okay, I want this. I want a Dreamcast. I want a TV. I want a computer." And then you just keep hyping it up and talking about it to your parents. I want this, I want this, I want this. And then when you get it, it's like this crescendo moment of like, shit's arrived. I got it. Holy, this is awesome. But yeah. then if you and me didn't really have it those years. So it was like, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely an interesting time. But I, it's because I have so many other years of where I, I, there was stuff I wanted and I remember getting it. And that, that was amazing. I'll never forget getting my Sega Dreamcast. Even back in 2017, I got a PS4 and nothing... I don't think anything as a kid, even as an adult, has ever beat getting a video game console for Christmas. Nothing has ever beaten that. That is just top of the line. When it's not just a new game, it's a new console, a new era, a new journey, and man, nothing beats that. You know what's really strange? So like this is you can tell like the difference in age here because imagine if right now, let's you know, let's say you asked your mom to get you a Series X for Christmas. Okay. Even at thirty three. If she gave you a Series S for Christmas, of course you'd be grateful and be nice, but in your head you're going, this ain't the shit I asked for. This is <laughs> this is the smaller, underpowered console, right? Like, Whether you admit it or not, Josh, that is definitely what you would think. You're like, that's not what I asked for, right? So, but as this is the funny thing. As a kid, I can't remember how old I was, maybe 7, 8, 9, 10. We open up for Christmas... We got a gift that was for all three of us, and it was a PlayStation 1, but it was the PlayStation 1 Mini, the one that was just called PS1. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Smaller and circular. Yeah. And when we opened it, we thought it was a PS2 because Ooh. it looked diff- oh, It looked boy. different, and it okay. was in a different box. It was a different shape. Um, but the thing is, Mom was like, no, 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 no. This is just a, a newer model PS1. And we immediately shrugged our shoulders and went, oh, okay, cool. We didn't care. Oh, we were happy. Save good. Save. I bet. I bet your. I bet Ron. It was like, ooh, dodge no, like we literally, there. like it wasn't even like faking it. It was like because back then we were so young. It was like a game system's a game system. Like yeah. let's play Crash Bandicoot. Right. So it was just like who cares? But like nowadays, dude, no, no, no. You don't ask for a PS5 
and then get a PS4 for Christmas and, and be happy. No, 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 no. You know, like, you know too good that that's not what you I want. I don't even think it's, know? yeah, I don't even think it's a case of being, like, kids being young now. I think it's, I think it's just a case of, like, there's technology, technology is just so different now. Like, as a kid, it would have been the same for me. I mean, I can remember, actually, a good example of this is, I, went, I, I told the story on the last one. Uh, called Dad Burnt the Turkey in the Archives, guys. If you want to listen to another Christmas yeah. episode, go check that one out. That was a lot of fun. Um, went. I was going to get a Sega Dreamcast, and my mom had already told me in advance because I stayed home. I kind of put her uh, in a position where she couldn't get a get out of not telling me that, unfortunately. <laughs> and and uh, she takes me to uh, Toys R Us, and she's like, you know, it was this. It was a black Dreamcast. It was like a 2K sports-themed black one, and it came with like two of the 2K games and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, I'm going to go in and pick this up. you got to wait in the car. and But, you know, just so you know, you can't open this until Christmas. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no problem, Mom. No problem. I love you so much. You're so amazing. Oh, my God. I love you forever. And she comes back, and it's not the, the black one. I guess they had sold out of it or something like that, or, or there was some issue. And anyway, she got the regular one. And for the longest time in my head, I had imagined myself playing with the black-themed console. That was the one I wanted. It was, you know, special and everything. But as soon as I saw that I just had a Dreamcast, I was like, amazing! I can't wait to open this! I can't wait to play it! And that was enough for me. And even then, to go one step further, Christmas Day, I had no memory card. So, again, that was something I didn't even think to say, hey, I'll probably need this or I'll put that on my list or something. I, I, I didn't think about that. So, in the entire Christmas Day, I couldn't do like a season mode in a sports game or anything like that. I couldn't save my progress. I had to just stay on and play. Of course, the next day we went and we had an amazing shopping day. And that's another thing, too, is like sometimes for me, the 26th can be just as amazing as the 25th because the 26th is like oh, yeah, the relaxed day, which we can talk about. But it's like the relaxed day after where it's like you you can go with the week. Like that that year, I remember going out with my mom, uh, Shakira, and um, my then stepdad. And we all just went out and there's still the snow. There's still the Christmas decorations going out and getting some fast food, going to the mall, doing some shopping. Yep, we always did that too. Yeah, we went, like I remember going into a Blockbuster and they had this huge bin of like memory cards that they like were just, they couldn't, they were, they were so cheap, their practice was giving them away. And I remember getting a couple there and just going and getting some more video games. And that was a really fun Christmas just in general to get all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, what about you? What did you guys do a lot on the 26th? You, you said you go out too? I mean, that was, I mean, that story I told, I won't tell it. I'm not, I'm not going to tell it again because I've told it so many times, but that story I told just a few episodes ago again that uh, I think it was Ouija brought it up, my whole walking in the bathroom and accidentally asking the guy if I could see his junk, oh. that was the day after Christmas. <laughs> I don't need you to tell it again, but someone is going to listen to this. You're like, tell it again, tell it yeah. again. <laughs> no, and then that was that, that and me getting in the wrong minivan. That was all, that was the same day. That was the day after Christmas. But That's yeah, amazing. usually we took all of our gift cards and, and like we had gift cards for food, we had gift cards for like Best Buy or GameStop, and we'd all go out and it was like a second Christmas because it was like, okay, exactly. yesterday was That's Christmas. It, yeah, yesterday was Christmas where people bought stuff for me. Today's Christmas where I buy stuff for, for myself. myself. <laughs> and it's like you <laughs> do it all over again. So usually you get to, you use your gift cards to kind of like Josh always says when he eats food, he's like, I get me some chocolate to fill in the cor- fill in the corners or whatever. Yep. That's kind of what December twenty sixth was like. I got to go fill in the corners of the gifts, stuff I didn't get or stuff yeah. I still want. Yeah. And what's interesting too is it's funny how this has kind of changed. Also, I remember like whenever we'd ask for a game system for Christmas back in the day. I would be, you know, it would always be the same thing. I'd be like, Mom, Dad, you know, 
I just want this. I just want a game system. That's all I want. I don't care if you buy me anything else. I just want the game system. And then my mom would say, yeah, but it's not just the game system because you're going to want the game system. Then you're going to need a memory card. Then you're going to need a second controller so your brother can play. Then you're going to need at least one game, right? Because you can't play a game without it. It's just like, then it, you know, it goes from a $300 gift to a $450 gift. And it's, you know, it's funny because like, you know, we don't, we don't buy memory cards anymore. Um, you know, a lot of times there's a pack-in game or, you know, you get Game Pass or something or PS Plus or, or whatever. So it's not as much of an issue now. I, I think that is that is perhaps why the Xbox Series S is such a great value proposition because you get 300 bucks, you're in the next gen, Game Pass, you don't have to buy any yeah, games. Yeah, if you're you making a new card. account, it's only a dollar. Or if you've never yeah. done Game Pass, it's just a dollar exactly. first month. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's a really good really good thing too. But, yeah, I mean... It's funny how you get nostalgic for that stuff because, like, I'm nostalgic for memory cards and, like, why would you want a memory card? Like, that's garbage compared to a built-in yeah, hard drive. Yeah, kids list. today don't know what it was like getting in a going into a PS2's memory and seeing all the different logos for all the, it was like for a, all the games. It was like a, almost like a, what do you call it, where they bury the, oh, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Where they bury the thing underground for you to open 30 years later? Oh, time capsule? Time capsule. It's like, that's yeah. what a memory card was, right? Because you, you pop in the memory card and you see your save for some game you haven't played in five years. Or yeah. you buy a used memory card, and you see some other kid's game that he hasn't played in seven years. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's like a little gaming time capsule, which is so neat. I love the PS2, man. I, I think that makes me nostalgic even thinking about that. Because that I got that like before Christmas, but I can remember getting some PS2 games for Christmas one year. And that I associate that boot-up sound. that I can hear it in my head right now, that PS2 boot-up sound. With those issues, remember sometimes you had some games that didn't necessarily work, and they were really scratched up, all the shit, and you were like, "Can I make it past this screen?" And then yeah. if you did, it was like, "Yes." And I Which remember is funny that because nowadays, if you or I had a disc that was that badly scratched, we'd be going to get a new one. We wouldn't even test it. Oh, I know. We'd just be <laughs> like, like, "No oh, problem." We'll, if we'll, I, I'm not going to have a disc that looks like it was mauled by a kitten. I'm going to go buy a new one. Yeah, but no, I remember that. I, I remember. Oh, that was another thing too. It's Christmas Eve one year. And I'm playing The Simpsons Hit and Run. No. Oh, dude. No, no, no. Hit and Run was good, but it was Road Rage I'm thinking of specifically. Okay, because I say, people, everyone I know my age played Hit and Run. Everyone. Hit and Run was good. It was good. Honestly, best Simpsons game. Not that that's, uh, not that has a lot of competition. But <laughs> <laughs> Hit and or, uh, oh my God, Road Rage was fun. because I, I didn't know this was a thing at all prior. I'm, I'm just prefacing. In Simpsons Hit and Run, if you had your schedule, if you had the you know the 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 date and time yep. set right on the console, it changed things to a holiday theme. So it's I booted up at some point like late Christmas Eve to play. It was a rental, and everything's Christmas themed. And I'm like I said Christmas, <laughs> everything's Christmas themed. Us <laughs> with Mike Tyson, uh, <laughs> but everything was Christmas themed. And I was like, what is happening? And that was before downloadable content, anything like that. So my mind was like blown away at what was happening, what I was seeing in front of me. I mean, I take it for granted nowadays, but it was really strange at the time, but very cool. And uh, that was not something I ever really encountered again, but it was awesome. I can even remember going into like like the memory card stuff on PS2 and you would see the specific logos and stuff like that. And I think there was a Christmas one for that. I can't remember now, but it was just interesting. It was interesting. And I'll never forget that. It's like this real quick memory that like, you know, I, pl- I probably played the game for like two hours that night, but uh, it was just amazing to see that. Never seen that. Did you guys ever go cut down a real tree? 
I don't think we ever had. If we did, I, I was too young to remember. That's crazy that you guys never did that because that was a that was a tradition for us. Every year we cut down a tree, and you never you never did it one time, huh? We might have. I honestly just don't remember. If I did, or if it happened, my dad went and did it, and I was like, I just want to stay home and watch Christmas specials. This sounds like work. That's oh, I say we all wanted to go. Like for us, it was a fun thing because we would really go out remember. to usually go to some tree farm where mm-hmm. it's literally a farm with just hundreds of Christmas trees. And you'd go, and they'd have, usually, it doesn't matter which one you went to, it's pretty much the same everywhere you go. They'd have, like, a little shed, and they're usually, they'd have, not to be misogynistic, but usually the wife or the daughters would be in the little cabin, mm-hmm. and they would be serving out, like, hot chocolate and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, the guys would be outside handing you, like, your own personal axe and your own personal rope, and you'd take the axe and the rope, and you'd go out, find a tree you liked, yeah. Cut it down with the axe, put the rope around it, and then drag it back, and then they would net it for you and charge you for it. And it was always a thing to – it was like a multiple thing to like – we wanted to find like the biggest, best tree, but then we also wanted to make sure that mom had to be cold long enough because every time we get there, she would be freezing. And she'd be like, let's just take the first tree we can find. And we'd find one tree that's like really good and it's at the front. And we'd be like, no, nah, let's go all the way to the back and look for another one that's better. And just to make her suffer longer, you know. But uh, <laughs> Rhonda's listening to this. She's like, ah! Uh, she knows it, it, though. She knows it, though. But yeah, so we'd, we'd always get a, a real tree. And another thing I'll mention I thought was I always – I'll never forget this. It's weird how this sticks with me. I might – I think I told it on last year's Christmas episode, but um, Josh, isn't it so cool that we've been around so long that we can say last year's Christmas episode yeah, now? Yeah, I was literally – We didn't do a Christmas episode 2019 because we were only a month into the podcast. We didn't think about it. No. Um, but no, uh, when I asked for my GameCube for Christmas, it was one of my best Christmas presents. I asked for my GameCube. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this different, all these different games I could have got for my GameCube when I asked for it. I could have asked for Mario Sunshine. I could have asked for Zelda Wind Waker. I could have asked for Luigi's Mansion. Green Plumber. I could have asked for Luigi's Mansion. But, you know, I only had money to get one game, you know, and I, the game I asked for for the GameCube was Crash Nitro Kart Racing because me and my brothers just thought Crash Team Racing for the PlayStation 1, we just thought it was the best freaking game ever. So we're like, holy crap, a next-gen, better graphic version of this? Crash Nitro Kart? This is going to be so good. And I got it on Christmas day and it was pretty evident like the day of christmas it was pretty evident it wasn't it wasn't that good you know like, what's so funny josh i'm just trying to picture the like breakdown of like disappointment i'm sure the game well, was still fun but it's like just the, the moment where you're realizing on christmas day going from a smile to like just a resting face of okay so this well, is not it was as mo- good i mean luckily it was mostly happiness that i had my own brand new gamecube sure but but then the fact that, like, okay, the only game I have to play on this is Crash Nitro Kart, and it sucks, you yeah. know, because because when you're when you're that young, you just you just thought in one narrow line like that. You're like, okay, if Crash Team Racing was good, the sequel has to be just as good. I had no idea, you, you know, you know what I would what I would have told myself if I could send a message back to myself is, hey Brian, Sony sold the Crash IP off to Activision, and this isn't made by Naughty Dog. Yeah. Why would you think it's going to be as good? But I didn't think about developers and publishers when I was that young. I just thought sequel. Man, you actually talked like, something. Kind of like Spider-Man 2, uh, what is it, Enter Electro or whatever? Mm, yeah. That one's, is it Enter Electro? Is that what it is? Yeah. Remember, no, no, yeah. you got it. That one's nowhere near as good as the it. first Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. But I just assumed it would be because it was a sequel. You yeah. Know? I still liked it, but you're right. It wasn't as good. You actually jogged a memory of me. Uh, so 
One year I got a PSP for Christmas thanks to my sister, and I still have it. So it's like the Darth right. Vader uh, uh, themed one, and looks like it's in good condition. Yeah, I mean it's it's been through some stuff, but uh, it's still around. And that was an exciting time too because I remember everyone was having a PSP, like a lot of my friends, and I I didn't have internet access, so trying to get a Wi-Fi like access point was always really exciting when you yep. could get one and oh, just yeah. downloading pictures onto it and all that kind of stuff and. Uh, I mean that was that was just a lot of a lot of fun. I remember, that, yeah. that is literally something that younger generations will never understand, like the excitement to access a Wi-Fi point. Because now it's like <laughs> you expect to be on Wi-Fi everywhere you go, but like it used to be like if I just sit in this corner and hold my device up, you know, here yeah. I can maybe get an access point, maybe download a photo or 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 browse the game or you know IGN.com for a moment when it's like. I don't know. It was just just a, it was a cool thing to just try to make happen. It was. It really was. And uh, even now, it's like you try to connect. You know, when you go into like you, you get a new console and you're setting up the Wi-Fi or whatever, and then it or a Blu-ray player or whatever, and it says connected. You know, and I'm like amazing because I remember back in the day when that was scary. I used to get anxiety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, will this work? I remember. I remember getting on Halo Two back in my Xbox Live days, like my my initial Xbox Live days in the infancy. And I had like AT and T, and the connection was so bad. I lagged so many times, and we'd get booted from games. And it took forever to figure out like how this could work and stuff like that. I mean, most all my time ever like think about Halo Three, like prime Halo Three days around the holidays. I would be playing on satellite, Ugh. you know. So just terrible. That's service, what Mikey's doing now. Ugh. And if Noah would ever go on Roblox while I was playing, it would just ruin the entire internet. I would get so mad. You do not know how many fights. There were between my brother, me, and my dad because the second Noah, here's what would happen. Noah would get on Roblox, and my dad and my mom would want to let him play Roblox because it was better to let him sit on the computer and be quiet for six, seven, eight hours than to have to deal with him. So they just let him sit on Roblox. Well, it would just demolish the internet for some, for everyone else. Well, I was the only one who knew how to access the router through the browser. So I would go into the router and I would change the password so that no one would get disconnected from Roblox. Oh my god, what an asshole. <laughs> so then I'd be like 10 minutes deep into playing Halo and no one would be like, oh, Roblox, yeah! And then like, for a while I could get by with it, but it didn't take too long before suddenly my parents realized that I was like shutting the router down on my brother so I could keep playing. And, and they hilarious. would always be like, Brian, did you change the, the password? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> you know, I do uh, have I do have one story. Uh, I I don't know if I told on the the last one that I that I do want to tell on this one. Something that really uh, makes me miss childhood. But if I ever have kids, it's something I want to do. It's something uh, I would want to carry on as a tradition. So my mom, uh, my dad, you know, obviously was working first shift back in the day, and my mom was being a stay at home mom at the time, and. We lived out in a place called Orion, so this was out in the boonies, just straight up country. So when it snowed, it snowed, and when we we definitely had snow days because of it. So not a bad thing. No, definitely not a bad thing if you're a kid. Not at all. And uh, hey, not a bad thing if you're a, if you're an adult working. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Except now I literally live two minutes away from work, so you know. But I try not to tell them that. So if I ever need to use that, I would say I've seen people yeah. make that excuse when they live right up the hill. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so there would be times when I'd come home from school, my sister Shakira would come home from school and, you know, my mom would, would have on a movie or something like that. And we just chill out the the evening, you know, Shakira and I might go out and play in the snow and stuff like that. We, we'd watch some Christmas specials and stuff like that, but we would sleep out 
in the living room. We would just bunk out, you know, and have the Christmas tree up and the the, the lights, you know, just the, the lights of the Christmas tree being our night lights, basically keeping us awake and stuff like that. And um, we would just talk one another to sleep and stuff like that. Well, we would be wondering in these particular nights that is school going to get canceled in the morning? And we'd have that anxiety, that excited anxiety, right? And there are so many times. Yeah. And little did I know, little did Shakira know that my mom already decided to keep us home because we woke up, we would wake up at like eight or nine in the morning. And it's one of those things where I'm like, if I woke up first, I'd wake, I'd, I'd push Shakira's like shoulder and I'd wake her up or she'd push mine. She's like, wake up, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, we're supposed to be at school, you know? And then we'll be like, mom, you know, like, did, did you forget to take us to school? And she's like, no, I just, they didn't cancel school. I just decided to keep you guys home. And we're like, oh my God. And she's like, and I got some, Chris, uh, there's, there's Christmas shows on, on the television. She, and we're like, oh my God. And she's like, and by the way, cookies are almost done in the oven. I uh, just got some milk ready. Her- oh my God. You know, and it was just amazing in going out, like getting the, getting the hot cocoa, getting the cookies, watching some Christmas stuff and then getting suited up in my snow boots, and my snow pants and everything and going out and playing, making snow angels. There was nothing like that. And I think, I think if I ever do have a kid, there's going to be those days where, I'm just not going to tell them I'm keeping them home, but then I'm going to keep them home and just to see. Absolutely, dude. You know what? People told me, my parents, parents and, and just adults in general told me all the time growing up, don't you act like school's so bad, but once you're an adult and you work, you're going to realize that school is not so bad. Hell no. You guys were completely wrong. School is the worst. <laughs> school is the worst shit ever. I hated school. I hated Honestly, school. Honestly, I would rather go to work every day of the week than go to school. Dude, and I school hate work. Is torture. <laughs> school is torture. The only thing, school the only is, benefit was literally bad. summer breaks and those holiday breaks. That was yeah. It. No, school is the worst because school is this structured, and, and then you have to deal with the other kids and the social constructs that come along with it. Yep. And tests and and listening and being quiet, and raising your hand, and just and going to each class and stopping at your locker. The and, great societal cog of the company, the, the, the tensions and tardies society. and arguments and. Lunch money, it just all of it sucked. It just all yeah, dude. It's awful. And then Not recess fun. that like here's the thing. Recess sounds good in practice, but I never wanted to go outside and have to deal with those kids most of the time. That was yeah. my problem. It's like, yeah, I want to go play on the swing set, but can you leave all the other kids in the school, please, so I can go out there alone? Like I don't <laughs> I don't want you out Introverted here Brian. <laughs> I mean it was the truth of the matter was is like I don't I liked having friends and, and being social, but I wasn't a cool kid. It, I mean it, well, you're cool now, Brian. Well, thanks, Josh. Definitely in elementary, I, I would say I would say by the time I got to high school, I was like a whatever baseline is. Like I wasn't uncool in high school, but I wasn't cool. I was just like an you average there. kid that everybody got along with. But like, dude, when I was in elementary school, you know, kids made fun of me. Kids didn't like me. You know, didn't want to be my friend because I wasn't cool. Or then when I was like more around the age of ten, like middle school, which then I was pretty chunky because i was going to, i hadn't gone through puberty yet so i was kind of chunky and like mm-hmm. kids would call me fat and stuff like no, it's just not it wasn't fun you know i didn't like that i, I and why would and the thing is not only would they not want to be my friends because i wasn't cool enough for them but after a while of them making fun of you it's like i wouldn't want to be your friend either like you yeah. just treat me like shit you know? i remember so, i had one day where i literally had like a leftover kool-aid in my lunchbox and i just for whatever reason i was lazy i just didn't throw it in the trash and then when I had it on the bus sitting on my lap, it leaked out. 
and it made my it made it look oh, like I pissed myself. And I remember yeah, all the kids making fun of me, and I was so crestfallen, and I went home immediately, collapsed in my bed, crying because I was like, "They're never gonna forget." But kids do, kids do. You don't think kids, they're ever well, gonna forget? Well, kids are the they worst, do. dude, because yeah. they have no like. I know adults are the worst, also, but like kids will drive another kid to complete depressive breakdown not knowing people say kids are the worst and i agree with it because as an adult you're able to differentiate like sometimes this is this person having their own personal problems whereas when you're a kid it just feels like they hate you you know sometimes that stuff will stick with you forever like i mean look at us right now we're talking about bad experiences with kids. yeah you don't forget it you're not gonna forget it josh i did think of a really cool other christmas memory i had that i yeah let's hear it i thought of earlier and then i forgot but it came back to me and i'm like yes i'm so glad i remembered it um I remember it was a snow day, but for some reason, it was like, I think it was like one of those deals where like the roads weren't too awful, but they canceled anyways. It wasn't like a, because I know my, you'll get, you'll understand why I'm saying this. I was at Kyle's house on the snow day, but my parents weren't the kind of parents that were going to like let you stay home for a snow day and then drive you to another friend's house because that defeats the purpose. So I know that it was, something was going on there. Like it must've been like. Or sometimes they did this thing where, like, the snow, the 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 forecast would have predicted, like, an awful two days of, like, blizzard. So then the school would have just, cov- like, call off those two days. And then, like, the first day was actual blizzard, and the second day really nothing happened. So it ended up being, like, the second day was a freebie. Excuse um, me. Second time damn, I've sneezed on the show. Again? Yep. Hold that shit together. Fuck um, off. I'm going to sneeze whenever I want. I love sneezing. Ah. Uh, anyways, um... So it was. I was over at Kyle's house on a snow day, and we were playing uh, co-op Return of the King on GameCube. Oh, Rings nice! Return of the King. Yeah. And I remember nice. I was playing it, and then we were like, "Let's go, let's go sledding." So then we went out, got coats on, everything, and there was a school behind us with a big hill. So we would sled down the hill, and we went sledding for an hour or so, and then we came back all wet and frosty and dried off, and put on our regular clothes, and then sat back down and continued to play Return of the King, and they're just. Just the feelings of being in that warm basement on a snow day and listening to that that like that Lord of the Rings music like you just play in the main menu and oh, level up yeah. your characters. Um, such a good time, such a good time. Uh, That's a Josh, great game to our, too. Oh, dude, this still like one of the best Lord of the Rings games. I wish they would remaster it. You know what? If they remastered that day one. This a real quick story actually. So speaking of that game, there it was. This is like 2014, I think. Now I don't even know, somewhere around there. But Brian, no, this is like 2016. Brian is not working at the same job I was working at anymore, whereas he used to. And but I would invite him to the holiday work Christmas party where we usually went bowling and stuff like that. And this particular year, well. Every year, I never wanted to go, but it was basically either you go to this party or you have to work that night. And I was like, "Well, shit, I'm going to the party." And but but I, I would tell every subsequent year, I would tell all my friends, and Brian included, I'd be like, "Just gonna pop in, pretty much, gonna go." The thing is, we always usually ended up staying because they did a raffle where every person got a gift, and sometimes people could get Xboxes and shit. Now, to be clear, one year I got a 4K TV that I gave to my mom. So it was definitely something you didn't want to leave for. But preceding the event, I always thought to myself, I just want to pop in for 15 minutes and literally want to go. And this particular day before that party happened, Brian and I drive out to Iowa, and which isn't far away. And we go, we went into, I think it was a disc replay. I picked up like an extra used original Xbox controller because we were going to play Return of the King. We were going to co-op it. And we we're going to go to your place after, to your house afterward and do it. And we didn't end up doing it. 
<laughs> it just didn't happen. It never happened. And I just remember that as like a moment, a shift in time, like almost like a Loki, like where the, the past alternated because, it, you know, it was like I was I was picturing in my head that we were going to do that. We were going to leave the party. We were going to go play that game and just chill and have one of those kind of like conversations that don't matter that should have been recorded at the time. But here we are now. But we didn't end up doing that for whatever reason. We stayed at the party, had a good time and yada, yada, yada. But could have been cool. And, I'm pretty uh, sure. Like, I'm we'll pretty sure that. a different year. It was probably like the next year following. I'm pretty sure we went to the party, mm-hmm. and then we went our separate ways after. And then I was back at. I was in the basement at my parents. No, so it would have been a year prior. Okay. I was in the basement at my parents' house. That's where my the the legendary room was. Mm. And I was watching Revenge of the Sith after the bowling party. And I remember calling you, and and you ended up just coming over. <laughs> like That's we split awesome. up. I don't remember that, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, and then we just watched. We watched like I think we picked up where I was at, so it was like right about where Anakin was about to turn to the dark Oof, side. Such a good part. And you and me just sat there and just talked about Star Wars, and that was like just watching Revenge of the Sith. That's really cool. Know? I'm glad you remember that because I don't. Yeah, really that was cool. good times. Good times. Uh, Josh, you ready for our first uh, email? Christmas? Yeah, man, I'm excited for these. This one is from our buddy Green Plumber. Here we go. Green Plumber, let's hear it. Oh man, my favorite Christmas memory has to be the time I got my Game Boy Color. I had just been introduced to the world of video games the year prior and had been begging my folks for a system for what felt like forever. We were in Mexico to spend the holidays with family. After handing out presents and spending time with everyone, my slightly disappointed five-year-old self and parents walked back to my grandma's. Life is different for my family there, and while it was cool to surprise them with gifts we brought them from the States, being so young, I wasn't quite mature enough to just be happy for them and not expect much in return. When we got back, oh man, y'all know that video of that kid getting the N64 for Christmas? Nintendo 64! That was exactly me bouncing off the walls with my brand new green, oh, it had to be green, (laughs) green Game Boy Color. Unfortunately, my poor folks didn't know they also had to buy a game with it, but even then, I spent the next few hours going through the manuals, the blurbs and screenshots on the back of the box, followed by listening to that sweet little ba-ding as I turned it on and off over and over again. See, this is a perfect story. This is what I'm talking about. Back then, when you wanted the game console so bad for Christmas, if you got the console without a game, you weren't that upset. It was like, on one hand, Because you're like, you know, I want to play a game, but the thing is, I have the core component, the thing that's the hardest to get. I can get a game eventually. Uh, it goes on to say, I'm sure many of us can relate to this being a moment in our lives that set the seeds for many of our future relationships. From Mario to Pokemon to Halo to the present, I'm not sure how life would have looked if I'd never gotten that little green brick, but damn. Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? Sir does, does, Ouija. He says, LOL, happy holidays, my sacred friends. Party hard, eat well. Your favorite green boy, fucking Ouija. Oh, love you, Ouija. Thank you for sending that heartwarming story. Yeah, dude, that's a good point, too, because, you know, it's like when sometimes, like, I I didn't get the the memory card, right, for the Dreamcast. Yeah. But... I knew that I was going to be able to go the next day. So there was actually the excitement of like now, you know, it was Tomorrow. like I couldn't wait till I get to Christmas. Now it's like I can't wait till I get to the 26th when the stores are all open again and I can go out and I can go shopping. And there's all the, the Christmas sales and everything. That was exciting. So, man, I totally get that. I completely get that. And that's really cool, dude. I remember when I got my Game Boy Color for Pokemon Silver and that was still a euphoric time that I'm nostalgic for. My favorite Pokemon game because of that. Great time. Free time. And it is interesting because that stuff changes your life so much. I mean, I love part of the reason I loved the original Xbox console is because, uh, you know, the Dreamcast was very much like the archetype for it in so many ways and stuff. So I had so much fun with that. And I don't know how much different of a gamer I, I would definitely be a different gamer for sure 
because it was around the Dreamcast that I started to deviate from just playing like sports and movie license games to playing all different kinds of games. And if I didn't have that, man, yeah, I don't know where I'd be in terms of playing video games. Yeah, man. I mean, if you're if you're a big gamer nerd, there's a chance that Christmas is very important to you mm-hmm. for video games. You know what's funny? Another story. Um, I remember my so every year I was the oldest. You know, I'm the oldest kid. So my parents would tell me. Well, I say my parents, but it was my mom. My dad could keep secrets. My mom couldn't. And my mom would tell me what Creighton and Noah were getting every year. Okay. Because she trusted me. And I never told them. I did keep it to myself. She'd tell me what you got, Creighton. She'd tell me what you got, Noah. So finally, one year, Creighton, you know, he thinks he's old enough to know one. And he's like seven, six or seven. I don't know. Oh, boy. So my mom tells him what I'm getting for Christmas. And what I was getting was Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay. uh, Which I'm sure most of you probably know what that is. But if you don't, it's basically a sim game. Where you simulate, you know, uh, building a park, a roller coaster park, and and having guests come in and and, and selling tickets to them and stuff. And um, so my brother, um, so I've been playing Roller Coaster Tycoon every time we went to my aunt's house. She had it on her computer, and I've been playing it. And so Creighton comes up to me and he goes, "I know what you're getting for Christmas," <laughs> and I'm like, "That's cool." And he's like, "I know exactly what it is." I'm like, "Great." And he's like, you're never going to know. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I'm not going to say, but, you know, it's 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 something that you like that our aunt plays and you get to build roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately, like a dick, went, mom. <laughs> and she goes, what? And I go, Creighton told me what I'm getting for Christmas. And Creighton goes, oh, oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And I go. And mom goes, what did he tell you? And I said, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And she said, Creighton, <laughs> you were not supposed, you're supposed to keep that to yourself. And Creighton's like, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> you know, still, I think to this day, he would still say he didn't tell me. But I'm like, you told me I'm getting the game that I play at my aunt's house where you build roller coasters. What? You told me what I was getting. I bet he w- wishes he was here for that story right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's funny because just that quick reaction of, like, me telling my mom and Creighton being like, oh, shit. <laughs> she you knows. Know, yeah, it actually jogged me, uh, jogged the thought, too. Uh, there was a lot of times co- for a couple Christmases where I just got, like, several video games. And not just, like, I didn't, you know, it wasn't just a console. I would just get, like, several video games. Yeah. And sometimes that was really exciting, too, because it was less, like, getting this game or something like that. And it was more like the sensory overload of just holding, like, several game cases in my hands and which one do i start and and knowing like as soon as all the opening is done i'm gonna book it upstairs pop that disc in or one of them and start playing that was always fun just having a multitude of games to get nowadays yeah man collecting digitally that's gone but that was fun there's just nothing that beats that feeling of christmas mornings we're like if it was like if if yours was like ours it'd be like we're getting up at like 6 a.m yep we're downstairs everyone's sometimes ours was like four or five in the morning yeah everyone's half awake you're in your jammies you only have like one or two lights on downstairs. It's the room that you're opening presents. You're passing presents around. Everyone's in a good mood. You're unwrapping. There's there's wrapping paper going all over the floor. You're, one of your parents is probably complaining about how they're going to have to pick it all up. And you you unwrap all your presents. You get them. You get your stockings. And then when you get done, you have this pile of presents. You've stacked it. You know, you've sta- like If you've got seven gifts, you've stacked it up in a neat little pile you got your stocking there full of chocolate, whatever. At this point, it's only like 6.30. It's, it's only like you, you did all this in like 20 minutes or less. And then begins the moment of like, okay, well, you're having breakfast. Your, your parents are cooking food. You're going up to your room and you're setting up your toys. Or you're setting up your games. 
you got your stocking laid out, you're eating some chocolate from the morning, maybe your mom got you one of those little Coca-Colas that come in the stocking that's extra refreshing because it's in a special bottle. And it's just this whole atmosphere of like specialness. You know you don't have to go to work or school. And just that that moment, um, it's mostly gone when you're an adult, though I will say uh, last, last year's Christmas, the very last Christmas at my parents' house, which is sad to think about because I didn't know it at the time. I had yeah. no idea. But... Me and Erica, yeah, me and Erica went there and Creighton and his wife, and we had that same typical Christmas all over again, but got to do it as adults with wives. We literally, when we arrived at my parents' house, they had lounge pants, like new lounge pajamas laying out on the bed for me and Erica, (laughs) and they had it for me and my brother too. So we were all in our like flannel jammies, we were all sleeping, we got up at 6 a.m. because... My youngest brother, Noah, is like 21, but he still acts like he's 11, so he had to wake us all up at 6. We went downstairs, we unwrapped, we had... It was the same thing all over again, but you just can't beat those Christmas memories, you know? No, dude, that's actually really cool. That's a full circle type of thing, or a season finale, or series finale, I should say, of of what used to do that kind of Christmas. That's pretty damn neat. Then we watched Wonder Woman 1984 later that day, which was a colossal waste of time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. don't need it. Less said about that, the better. Brian, can you very, uh, you told this last year, but it has been a year since this story has been told. Can you tell everyone the story of Noah, I think, getting an Xbox One? Remember the the, troll face or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you tell that story? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was kind of, it was fun because, so my dad would always do this thing where he was like, he tried to trick us into so we didn't know what we were getting. Yeah. And I think I told this last year too, but like one when I was like 17 years old, my dad gave me a uh, a gift and I opened it. Yeah. And it was a VeggieTales movie. The kids VeggieTales. Hell yeah, I love VeggieTales. And because because I'm such a polite kid and don't want to be disrespectful to my parents, as a 17-year-old opening a VeggieTales movie, I'm like, "Oh, thanks dad. I love this. It's great." It's an avocado. Thanks. And my dad's like Open it up, you bozo. And I open up the DVD, and there's a gift card in there. There's no disc. It's just oh. an empty case. <laughs> Imagine your so disappointment. My, you're like, God damn it. I thought this was VeggieTales. <laughs> I thought this was VeggieTales. <laughs> Tell Jonah. Um, no, but uh, so so my dad would pull those tricks on us. So one year, Noah asked for an Xbox One, like November 1st. Okay. And then by like November 2nd, he just walked around the house talking about, when I get my Xbox on Christmas... When I get my Xbox on Christmas, it's like, this kid asked for the thing literally 12 hours ago, and he's already talking about it like he already owns it. So, like, we got to get him. So, we printed off, like, <laughs> six troll faces, you know, the typical troll face you see on the internet. We printed off, like, six full pages of it, and uh, we packed up Noah uh, a gift that was the size of, like, an Xbox One, and he opened it, and there's just a paper with the troll face, and on the back of the paper, it says, check behind the couch. And then he's like, what the heck is this? He throws the box down. He runs over to the couch. He checks behind the couch. Behind the couch is another troll face. <laughs> and then he looks in the back of that paper, and it's like, look behind the chair. And he goes behind the chair, and there's another troll face. And he's like, <laughs> it's like okay, go go to the garage. And he goes to the garage. There's another troll face. And it eventually gets him to, a, to our second Christmas tree, another room. And eventually there's an Xbox One there. But you had to make him think for a bit that there wasn't going to be. Did panic start to set in? Oh, yeah. He's like, am I getting my Xbox? You know, uh, And that's funny because we actually pulled it on my dad earlier, too. And my dad's so sentimental. So this was like a year or two after that. My dad asked for a, uh, it was like a miter saw or something. It was like a $200 saw from, from Menards. Uh, it was like a miter saw. And uh, that's all he asked for. 
and that's exactly what me and Creighton bought him. We went in on it together. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to get him. So we got a box that was the size of like a ring, like a like a wedding ring box. Okay. And that's what we gave him for Christmas. The present was the size of a wedding ring box. You know it's not a miter saw. And he opens up the little tiny box, which I have taped 3,000 times over, so it's really hard to get into. Yeah. He gets in there, and there's a little piece of folded paper, and he unfolds it, and it's that damn troll face again <laughs> <laughs> from several years prior. And uh, he unrolls it, and then... On the back of the troll face, it says, look in the garage. And he opens the garage, and there's a miter saw in there. Aww. And my dad, unless he unless he's lost it in the last year, he still has that same blank piece of paper with the troll face on it hanging on the fridge in their house like five years later. Oh, Just because that's... And it's like, you could go print that troll face off at any moment. It's not special, really. But it's because it's that one. Yeah. He still has it hanging on the fridge. Wow, that's sweet. So, yeah. Man, I'm glad you cool. told that story. Uh, Josh, you want to hear from our boy Tony? Yeah, yeah, let's hear from Tony. He gave us a voice clip, but he a little email to go with it. He says, hey, Brian and Josh, it's been really fun getting to know you through the podcast and through the Discord and stuff. As Josh called out, I'm definitely coming out of my show with you guys, and it's really fun to do because I can just tell you guys are such good effing guys. Just Hell wanted yeah. to share this here because your story on episode 100 about getting in the minivan with some stranger struck up an old memory I had forgotten. Hope the last two stories made you guys laugh as well. Cheers. Oh, shit. So here we go. Okay. This voice clip's called Christmas Time. Pizza Time. <laughs> so, so I just got done listening to your, <laughs> your story again. I've heard your story like <laughs> like seriously three or four times just to, just to laugh super hard of you going into the bathroom and Going up to the guy at the urinal and going, let me see your wing (laughs) now. The way you set it up, how close you got to that fucking guy's ear. Oh, God, that's funny. But it reminded me of, no, not that. The other one, the one right after where you sat in the minivan reminded me of a time. It was around Christmas. And I was in a super giddy, like, happy mood going to my wife's parents' house. And they live in a community that has cookie-cutter houses. And um, they invited me over for dinner. And my wife got off of work early, so she was already there. So they were all texting me, like, during the day. And I was getting super amped and super excited to go home to them. You know, it was winter day, it was close to Christmas, and they were just having fun and having dinner, and they had drinks and beers, or cold beers were ready. Like, they've been amping me up all day about this. I was super excited. Right. I get off of work, I hurry I hurry up, I get in my work, sorry, I get in my car, and I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I drive down the neighborhood, and I'm just like, la-di-da-di-da, like singing freaking Christmas songs in my car and stuff. Nice. Super in a great, jolly mood. Yeah. And I just whip in without even thinking about it into a driveway and I get out of the car, lock it, and, you know, honk the horn and then I knock on the door like I always do at their house even though they tell me not to knock. Just come in. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I... <laughs> someone someone who I don't know answers the door and I'm like, oh, it must be like someone... I It must be someone else they have over. And I start walking in and the guy... <laughs> 
has to block himself between the fucking door and me because he's got some nut job trying to come into his house and I'm all happy. Just mind you, this entire time I'm like puppy dog energy. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, where's Mary and Joe? And he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And I'm trying to go in, like not even thinking twice, and he blocks the door and I stand back and I go, Oh my god. This is the wrong house. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh. The, guy, the guy's like, okay, it's okay, it's okay. Probably like, thinking a homeless all, guy showed up. something really dry, like we've all made, we've all made mistakes before or something. And he, was really, <laughs> he, didn't, he wasn't happy. He was not having a good day, I don't think. Um, oh, maybe man. he's laughing about it now, maybe not. He kind of looked like Ned Flanders, so I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it oh. reminded me of that. Those good times, man. Oh, wow. He said Ned Flanders just reminded me of the... <laughs> All right, kids, why, why aren't you getting ready for church? I've never... We're not going to church today. It's Saturday. You give me a diddly, diddly good reason why not. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Saturday. Oh, Dude, I've never been in a situation that either of you guys have been in, thank God, because I don't know how I would handle that. That is... It's insanely hilarious. Like, it's hilarious to look back on. that, uh, Dude, Tony, it's... The visuals, I'm just picturing you just being so, like, on cloud nine, weaving back and forth, like, swaying like in your Wolverine car. like Wolverine from X-Men. Yes, Wolverine just singing show tunes, the Christmas tunes, gets to this guy's house, and this guy's just like, what are you What are you doing? What are you doing? And you're just like, where are they at? He's like, I, I already decided we don't got enough turkey for the family as is. We ain't going to help your soul. You hear There it is. Turkey Lady made a reappearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sending that in, Tony. Thank Great you, story Tony. as always. And we got actually, I know, I'm pretty sure we have some other, another clip from you that for the Halo episode. So looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, um, yeah. Josh, you ready to hear from our boy Ira Irving? Yeah. Let's Here we do go. It. He said, I, okay, it's a clip for us. Here we go. Boom. What up, Josh? What up, Brian? What's it up, dude? Ira from Irving TV, Double I TV, whatever y'all want to call me, as long as nothing disrespectful, because if it gets disrespectful, then, um, I'm going to make all y'all listen to Josh singing. <laughs> oh, that's not much of a punishment, is it? Actually, it's pretty delicate, so that's not much of a punishment. But anyway, we do our best. I, you know, I just want to say hey to the both of y'all. I want to say hey to Sacred Icon and to everybody that's in the community. Um, real quick, before I go any farther, I just want to give y'all a correction real quick. Uh, last time y'all say ILTV is actually II. R-V-I-N-G TV. Okay, they, I was wondering feel, about that. Um, a lot of people always mistaken um, the I for a lowercase L, but it's all good. I'm probably just going to use all lowercase from now on. <laughs> no, you I think I'll just make sure to call you Ira from here on. Yeah. Clip real quick. I know y'all doing a, um, a Christmas theme oddball um, episode, and I just want to um, say what Christmas means to me and you know, some of my favorite Christmas memories. There's a lot of them. Hell yeah. I'm going to try to, um, I'm going to say a relevant um, uh, Christmas memory that I have. One of the um, the biggest uh, Christmas memories I have is when I actually got my Xbox 360. Oh, that's good. Fun, fun fact, I, wasn't even, I didn't even want an Xbox 360 um, the year that I got it. I actually wanted a Nintendo Wii because I thought the motion... I get that. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yep, yep, yep. I was almost there. But, um, 
Y'all know that year when it first came out, it was really hard to find. So my dad yeah. ended up giving me an Xbox 360. And at first, I was a little disappointed. Of course, I was appreciative of it, but I was a little disappointed yeah. at first. Oh, man, I ain't getting no weed, whatever. Right. But because my dad got me that Xbox 360, that's what got me into multi, um, multiplayer. Um, that's what got me into multiplayer um, gaming. That's when I got. That's when I really got into Halo. I remember when Halo Three came out. Ooh, yeah. I got it um, the year after I got my three sixty, which two thousand and seven. Because that's when Halo Three and the first Modern Warfare yeah. came out. Yep, yep, yep. I got both of them for my birthday. Oh, Good nice. Birthday. My birthday is December the tenth. So I oh shit, nice. I'm gonna be playing this, but. Even if y'all do this after the tenth, then my birthday's passed. Oh, late well, happy, happy birthday! Happy belated, dude. Hope yeah, it was amazing. Coming up, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I remember getting both of them. Um, getting both of those games on my birthday the year after I got my three sixty, and yeah, that's how I got it. Uh, that's part of the story how I've gotten Halo. But as far as what Christmas meeting me, um, it just to me it's more than just the gifts. It's about getting the family together and right. All that kind of other stuff, and not just Christmas, the holidays in general, because a lot of people don't celebrate Christmas. They, you know, they yeah. have their own, depending on their culture, right? Um, what holidays they, you know, they celebrate. So I always say the holidays, but I know I know I'm all over the place. I'm having a squirrel moment right now. No, you're good. Love it. Dude, this is how we do the yeah, podcast. I'm a moment right now, I'm all over the place. But <laughs> anyway, I just want everybody in the community um, to have a good holiday. You know, this this is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of. Oh, dude, so, that's uh, so nice. Again, I'm all over the place. <laughs> no, you're good. Appreciate that's a gift in of itself to hear that. Happy holidays. No words. Uh, <laughs> I know these, the holidays can be some hard times as well. Trust me, I I know. Uh, shoot, I work at Amazon during uh, in its peak, so I've been working yeah. six days straight. Oof. Oh, man. And Brutal. It's just the first week that I just, when I'm recording this, um, it's just the first week of peak. So, uh, yeah, working six days a week, trying to do content creation and try to play some Halo Infinite. Absolutely. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But I, again, <laughs> yeah, I just I want you. everybody to have a good holiday. Um, Brian and Josh, um, thank you again for playing my clip in the um, in the other episode and also mentioning me as well. You know, I'm... You know, I love you guys, and you know we love you too, dude. Yeah, we love you you too. Support y'all whatever way that I can. So yeah, and I just want everybody to have a good one. And as usual, as I always say on my on my channel, and you know when I do my videos, streams, all that stuff, promoting peace, gaming, and wings. Now I'm gonna relax in this Master Chief robe that I just got. Absolutely, bro. (laughs) Hell yeah. Dude, man, Ira, thank you so much for sending in. Um, I apologize we didn't get your name right before. Yeah, I, I figured we didn't with that email, but uh, I think as if it's cool with you, we'll just I'll just go by calling you Ira now when we do the patron shout. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But dude, man, we love having you in the community. You're just such a joy to listen to and just to, to talk to. Um, keep sending in these clips, man. We love hearing from you. That was yeah. totally like that was no less structured than what we do on the podcast. I'm all over Dude, the place. Uh, Anytime I tell a story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we loved hearing your story about you getting your Xbox. And it's funny that so many of our like gaming moments or like our, our trajectory with gaming comes from parents buying us or not buying us something we wanted. Right. You know, that's a lot of times how we get on that path. So I think that's really, 
really unique and really cool and and just appreciate the the, the Christmas happy holiday shout outs man thank you so much Ira yeah Ira man I love your vibe that you bring to the community dude I really do and honestly getting to see you in there talk about you know the I, I love when people utilize that art channel in the discord so much that really makes me happy because it feels like yeah we're all here for Halo but like we're also real people going through stuff and uh, it's been cool it's actually helped me get to know you more personally just reading some of the stuff you say and uh, I, I love your vibes, man. Yeah, please keep sending in clips. Thanks you, uh, thank you for the correction. Yes, yeah, because we want to get it. Uh, peak vibes, yeah. Um, ten out of ten vibes. Yeah, ten out of ten. And and uh, thank you for the correction too, because we want to make sure we get that stuff right, especially when we're trying to pluck you. <laughs> you know, I was like, I definitely want to get it right, not wrong. But uh, yeah, man, I get that too, and I think that's uh, with the console stuff. I mean, I've definitely had nothing ever as big as like console sized but like i've had moments where like i wanted one thing and i got another but usually for the most part kind of like you i just kind of embraced whatever it was and um just found the goodness to come out of that and that's really cool uh, you know despite the disappointment you feel in that moment and whatnot but that's pretty cool man and happy holidays to you too man and happy belated birthday i hope it was as amazing as you are dude thank you so much for being a part of this community and thank you for the words you said uh that that's a gift unto itself to Brian and I just to be able to hear Absolutely. things like that. I can't express how much that means when you guys say stuff like that to us. I was in the exact same position as him at that time. It would have been like the same year. I was trying to because I've told the story before. I was trying to get the Wii, and the only thing, the reason I deviated from the Wii to the 360 is because that Halo 3 announcement trailer dropped. And I don't know how that lines up <laughs> with you, Ira. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you'd already seen the Halo 3 announcement or not, but like, you probably hadn't because you probably didn't care about Halo at that time because you were trying to get a Wii and you hadn't had an Xbox yet. But I bet you're glad you got an Xbox because, like, look at the path you you went on now, which is so cool. Josh, we got an email from Pixel Freaks. You ready? Pixel Freaks? Yeah, absolutely. L- listen to this. This is so kind. He goes, hello, brilliant Brian and genius Josh. <laughs> wow. So Aww. kind. He says, heard you wanted to hear some Christmas memories. Yeah. Well, most of my Christmases weren't too crazy. There is one that really stands out. The Christmas of 2009. Ooh. In Christmas of 2009, I wanted a Wii. See, the Wii is a... For this generation, Josh is probably a little bit on the older side of that. I don't even know if... You never wanted a Wii, did you? Not as much, no. I, yeah, but Josh I was interested. Kind of, very interested. Yeah, I I'm like I'm like at the end of it. Josh is kind of out of it. But like the Wii was a was a big thing for yeah, us. I get up. it. I definitely get um, it. She so said, um, in Christmas of 2009, I wanted a Wii. I had gotten a DS earlier that year, and my best friend had a Wii for a few years. He introduced me to Lego Star Wars, the complete saga. Brilliant, brilliant game. Got Josh uh, on that one. Brilliant. This day is, <laughs> which is to this day one of my most nostalgic games of all time. So I asked for a Wii and Lego Star Wars. For the first 24 days of December, I figured I wouldn't get it, but I had hope. This hope would be rewarded when Santa delivered with a Wii, but no Lego Star Wars. I was mildly disappointed for a bit okay. until I got the game from my grandparents later in the day. This was the first time when the concept of Santa really started to show its holes. To be fair, I was eight at the time. Yeah. Back to the Wii itself. Our TV had two available AV ports, the red, white, yellow cables. One was occupied by a DVD player, and the other was hidden, and we didn't know about it. So my dad got a switcher from Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack? Yeah. Funny story. Me and my wife went to Radio Shack a few weeks ago because in Tennessee, there's still one around there. Jesus. So crazy. Wow. Um, Impressive. He said, which had a whopping four AV ports. After that, I could finally play Wii Sports and Lego Star Wars. For the record, we hung on to that TV as the family's main TV until 2020. That's a long time. Damn. Yeah. The screen was probably 16 inches wide with speakers on both sides that were each half the size of the screen. We had used it for like 19 years, but finally replaced it with a Roku 4K TV. Also, this New Year's, I'm in charge of a Halo LAN party. 
This is the fourth time that me and the boys have gathered together to play Halo. No. The first time, we didn't have an Ethernet hub. The second time, my friend's Xbox didn't have a hard drive. The third time, we did some 2v2 games and Combat Evolved. And this time, I have all the equipment I need for eight players. Technically, I have enough controllers for 12 across all generations of Xbox, but I only have two TVs, so I guess it's eight players. Wish me luck. Keep it sacred. Pixel Freaks. Dude. Dude, that's badass. One of me and Josh's favorite things to do is have those Halo LAN parties. You got to have some some soda, some 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 pizza, pizza, music, gaming. Usually it's music that I like that Josh is going, "What the hell is this crap?" But still, we'll marry it someday. It we'll marry the music someday. But but, but <laughs> it's, someday, it's, yeah, it's we'll amazing. go from like we'll go from like uh Lincoln Park to the Spice Girls. Oh wow. I I, I was going to go I mean, I love Spice Destiny's Girls, child. but I was going to go more like Killers for uh for LAN party stuff. Oh, that's yeah. that's Hot much fuss, more fair. 2004. I, I'm much more on that than Spice Girls. <laughs> but uh love me some Spice Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing. I think all of us have one of those stories too where you get like part of the gift yep. or not all yes. of the gifts yeah. and then later you get the rest of it and it just completely makes it. So Great memories, man. Thank you for sharing that. That is like Christmas anxiety to like a T encapsulated, right? Is like when you get like half of the gift and then you're wondering, oh shit, am I going to get the rest of it? And then it's like, well, you got to wait. You know, we're going to go over to your uncles or aunts or we're going to go over to, you know, your grandparents or blah, blah, blah. You know, and you're just like, okay, okay. I remember one year I wanted, it was um, a Tamagotchi or I can't think, I think that's what they were called. right. um, But it was a little like... uh, handheld like circular thing where i fed like a toy story alien i think and for whatever reason i mean it wasn't even the main gift i wanted but as it got closer and closer to christmas i was an asshole this was probably the the worst i'd ever been for christmas and to to i guess preface my aunt ended up getting me this right my mom this wasn't something my mom or dad did my aunt got this for me but my mom kept implying you know just wait we're gonna go see your hands blah 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 and I was like, but I got to know, do I have it? And I mean, I was an asshole. I was really bad with it. I really wanted to know if I got this thing. Kids do that. But it was a case of like, I had other Toy Story stuff for Christmas, but then it wasn't until I got over there that I got it. And I got it and I was so happy. And I think I was apologetic. I hope to. If not, mom, if you're listening to this, I owe you a big hug when I see you on <laughs> Christmas Eve. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I get that. There was so much anxiety when that stuff would happen because you're almost like, well, cool, I got like, I got the oven, but I didn't get the food to put in it. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, thanks for sending that in, and thank you for the compliments. That was, that was a great opening. Great opening. That's that. Those are some great Christmas memories, guys. Just you talking about those memories and those stories just kind of it gets us back in that mood and that spirit. It does all over get again. me in so that mood, absolutely. We really appreciate it. Um, we have one more voice clip, but it's not – it's not for the Christmas episode. This is just uh, our our buddy uh, Jefferson Lampy. Or I think it's just Lamp, but he has an e on. There's an e on the end. Mm, okay. uh, he's in our Discord. We chat with him quite yeah. a bit. Uh, he said, "Just just thanks for welcoming me into the Halo community." And then here's a recording from from Jeff here. Let's of course, see. Man. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brian and Josh, other members of the Sacred Icon community. It's Lampshade. Just setting in my first voice clip. Uh, I've been listening for a few weeks now. Uh, I've been active in the Discord for a few weeks now, and uh, I'm starting to catch on to some of the lingo yeah. that you guys use, trying to catch up on a lot of the topics. Um, and uh, I'm actually uh, out here um, on, a, on a walk with my daughter, just enjoying a nice evening, thinking about Halo. Oh, nice. Uh, like just being excited about Halo. Yeah. Um, 
Love on Top is another one of my favorites. Single Ladies is also a classic. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. That's why I'm recording out here away from my wife. I don't want her to know that I'm a part Dude, of a Love on Top is uh, so Beyonce good, bro. Fan club, but <laughs> yeah, I just love the podcast, and uh, I'm just you know really excited to get into know about the song Halo by Beyonce a little bit more. And <laughs> just uh, really glad I met a lot of other people who love the song as much as me. So. <laughs> Keep it sacred, guys. Uh, oh thanks so God. much, man. You, may, you never know. Your wife might like your wife might like you more if she knew you were part of a Beyonce Beyonce fan club. You know, there's a lot of uh, nerdy stuff I uh, say and do that I just I probably laid a little too heavy on my wife. She's just like rolls her eyes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Beyonce, man. The only the only Halo video on oh I'll bring this shit it's up. Got more it's got more views than any actual Halo video. Have you ever heard Love on Top, Brian? I don't know about you. Never, you never heard Love on Top? Here it goes. No. Oh, here it goes. Let me blast it. If you You got him going, Jeff. Oh. Oh, that's Love on Top, though. Beautiful. Encapsulated. I know under my umbrella. That's Rihanna. I know. I just said that to see if you knew. knew. (laughs) Yes, I know. To see if you you knew your Rihanna trivia. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> hey, thanks for, thanks for sending that in. That was hilarious, dude. When you first started so saying Love on Top, I was like, the Beyonce song? And then like my brain had to like turn a minute, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, man. We're so it, glad to have you here. We're so glad you're in the Discord. Thanks for sending that in, man. Yeah, I, I think we can all relate to how much it kind of drives us nuts. Like, Regardless of whether or not you're a fan of Beyonce's music or anything, like how annoying it can be sometimes when you Google Halo or you YouTube the Halo. The first thing it comes up. And it comes up and you're like, God damn it. Like Beyonce, couldn't you have thought of anything? Couldn't you call the song like Guardian Angel or something? Like, yeah, right. Just change it up. You ruined it. Hey, thanks so it. much though. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, guys, man, we we just uh, we love the Christmas season and of course we always try to make sure we get an oddball done. Uh, focusing on the Christmas time, sharing some Christmas memories each year. Uh, so that's kind of the end of our episode here. We'll go into uh, our business and we'll and we'll uh, do a patron shout outs. But guys, we, it's been such a great year, um, despite you know things going on in the world. It's been a pretty good year, and and Halo's awesome, and it's out and wrong. You know, it, it's going to be nostalgic a year from now. Honestly, when we get to like the first week of December, and it's like this is like Halo Infinite's one year anniversary, oh, yeah. and it's like you know just you know We're creating new nostalgia. Yep, creating new nostalgia, and, and Christmas is just going to be on the horizon then, you know, and stuff like that. And who knows where Infinite's going to be? Then we'll have co-op by then, hopefully Forge and whatever additional content we get from that. So. That's going to be really cool, and it's going to be great to have all you still in the community, and then whomever else kind of floats in and becomes you know normal and stuff, normal people, normal fans, and, and community members and stuff like that. It's just going to be really cool. But uh, no, this is always fun to do with Brian. We we do this once a year. I think we'll always look to do this if we can make it happen. So for you guys that send stuff in, thank you so much. A one a one quick off. Give me a quick answer on this, and we'll move right into sure. the business. What's your favorite Christmas ornament for for any reason? I actually okay. I have one. Well, okay. So I didn't get it this year because I was too late to order it. But there was a Jurassic Park VHS tape shaped like Ooh. it was just shaped in a V. It was just a VHS tape, basically, that was like partly opened. And that nice. just came out this year. I'll get it another time. It's fine. But um, it wasn't high on the priority list. So that was really cool. I, I thought, you know, I want to start collecting that stuff. So I haven't done a treat here in a, in a couple of years because usually do like I'll I'll go stay the night at my mom's. 
and have Christmas there and then come back to dad's. Well, now my sister has her own place, so we're going to go and do Christmas there all together, which is just going to be so amazing. Kind of emotional in a way, too, so I'm very excited for that. But Absolutely. Um, I actually just recently bought myself on the Xbox Gear Shop. They have – it's just a circle. It's just circular, but it's the OG Xbox logo. It's just black, and it's just got the green OG Xbox logo. And – I was like, I have to have that. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be mad at myself because I don't know if I'll ever see it again. So I bought that and next year. I'll, I'll do up a tree and I'm going to put that on there. And it's just going to remind me of that because I, I, I'm, I think if I'm going to get into ornament stuff, which I want to, I think I'm going to do it up like in a very sentimental way. Like I, the Xbox yeah. always remind me, you know, Halo, the snowy levels. And, and I, I get nostalgic for playing CE around this time of year too. So, um, definitely, a. a a good reminder of just all the times I've gotten consoles for Christmas and the games that have come with them and the memories I've created in December when it's snowy outside. Cause as I, you know, as I got older, I didn't want to go out and make snow angels as much, although that's dope as fuck, but you know, staying inside and play video games is cool. So yeah, that's probably my favorite, I guess, even though I don't technically even have it in my hands yet. Well, so that's a nice difference because yours are like two new ones. I have two old ones. Yeah. What's your old um, ones? Uh, so two, two different ornaments that were, were special. One, or two, two that were special. One is every year. So my, I, can't, I wish I could remember the name of the cereal. It's cereal that comes in a bag instead. It's Codios? one of those big bags. It doesn't come in a box. And it's got the brown bear as the mascot. A oh, big bull palm bear? A <laughs> big bull palm bear, no. <laughs> is it Codios? I don't know what it's called. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I want to say like, it's not Golden Grams because it's something to do with the, it's like, it's like a, the, the, the brown bear of the cereal is also a brown. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> when I was – I don't even know if I was alive yet. It was either when I was a little little baby or before I was born. My dad opened up uh, the cereal and he got a little stuffed bear ornament that came in the cereal oh, for your Christmas okay. tree. And you pushed its belly. And it was The bear was dressed as Santa. You pressed its belly and it would play a Christmas song. Oh. Well, the reason this was so, uh, so important is because it was a free ornament that came in a cereal bag. And – when I was five, it still worked. When I was six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, it still worked. And I and every year we that would be a tradition. We'd we'd pull out the ornaments, and the first thing we do is press that bear to see if he still would play, <laughs> even though it was a cereal bear. And I'm pretty sure like somewhere around like ten, twelve years into pressing it, one year it didn't work, but then I think the following year we pulled it back out and it suddenly worked again. So uh-huh. for all I know, it's still working, but just like the battery they put in this free cereal ornament was like from the future or something. I don't know what it was. They made stuff different back then. I still have my Han Solo blaster, my electronic they blaster last, from 95. Josh. It still works now. Yeah. They built it to last. Today they yeah. build it to get you till next year so you buy another one. Yep. You know? Uh, and then my second uh, important ornament is I was obsessed with the Disney Hercules movie when I was a little kid. And when around the, around the time I was five or six years old, we were in the mall, the, the North Park Mall in Iowa, and my dad took me to the Hallmark store, and he let me pick out an ornament, and I picked out this Hercules. It's, it's Hercules from the Disney movie, but he's pulling back a bow and shooting an arrow, mm-hmm. and it was like $25, which is really expensive for one ornament, and uh, he bought it for me, and we had it for like a year or two, yeah. and then like the bow was so thin that the bow broke, but then my dad glued it back together, and then when I got married and moved out, my dad gave me the ornament back. So we still have that glued together Hercules ornament on our Christmas tree in my house with my wife now. Oh man. Twenty years later. So wow. that's pretty crazy. Pretty, but pretty yeah, crazy. it's funny how those things can be sentimental. Yeah, I I gotta take a sentimental moment and say, you know, guys, seeing as this is I think our last episode of this year technically, because uh, yeah. the following Saturdays will be uh the first of January. 
Uh, just want to take a moment to say I really appreciate each and every one of you who have been a part of the community in all the different ways you have, uh, whether it's been through the Discord, Twitter, Patreon, um, listening to the show, even if you're not in those things, you know, just having your support, seeing those statistics means so much to us. Um, playing with us on Xbox or just supporting our streams. I mean, anything, you name it, it has been a lot of fun. We've met a lot of new people, and I feel like we've even, Brian and I have even grown different um, in, in terms of how we even do our content. And we've done a lot of trial and error fun stuff. We've, we've came up, you know, we've done a YouTube and, um, you know, like like I mentioned, doing some streaming. We've done a lot of different stuff this year on top of still doing the podcast and now, you know, having a solo show on the Patreon and, um, and Brian, you know, having Joe help out with the YouTube stuff. I mean, there's just been, it's been a lot of fun. And we had Alex this year. You know, that was one of the, my favorite highlights, having Alex come on and doing the retrospective, who now works at 343 Industry, yeah. which is <laughs> absolutely wild, you know, and uh, having a lot of the guests on that we've had. And I look forward to having a lot of the guests on uh, next year to kick things off. But uh, before I pass over to Brian to get his own say and take us out, I really hope you guys have the best Christmas or just happy holidays in general, however you choose to celebrate this time of year. Your support has meant the world to us, and it really does get us by even when we have down times. And hearing all the stuff you guys say when you send in clips or when you're in the Discord and, and latching on to uh, our little uh, colloquialisms, uh, our little mannerisms, our, our, our catchphrases, whatever, you know, that stuff is just so endearing and means the world to us. And uh, I can't thank you enough for that. And here's to another year of Sacred Icon as a community together. Absolutely. Can't can't nail it better than Josh. He is the compliment king. But basically, guys, you've been so supportive and so cool that you have you have brought more success and uh, viability to Sacred Icon than we ever could have guessed that uh, at this point, we're never going to stop because there's just too many of you listening and joining the community. And we've just gotten to know too many of you that uh, Sacred Icon just has to go forever now. So we just really appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, let's 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 get this business going so we can get out of here. Give you guys a patron shout out, and so you all can move on and have a great Christmas, as we all hope you do, or, or happy holidays, or whatever you celebrate. Um, guys, I'm just gonna make it quick because this is a holiday episode. We're just trying to we're just trying to have a good time. So basically, you can follow Josh at Jurassic Joshy. You can follow me at Brian's Bane. Uh, you can follow the Twitter account at Sacred Icon Pod. You guys can send us an email to Sacred Icon Podcast at gmail.com. You can go like and subscribe our vid- to our videos or our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon. And if you guys want to give monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash sacredicon. Or if you just want to leave an iTunes review, a five-star review, and we'll read off your review on the podcast, go ahead and leave that on iTunes. Um, you guys know where to go. You guys know where to go for that stuff. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, go to discord.gg slash sacredicon. Guys, uh, there's just... Uh, we actually do have, we do have one new review, I just realized. Okay, well, we got a new review from Josh. So Josh can read up that review, and yeah. uh, you oh, guys got, know where to go for all that stuff, and then uh, we're going to get to the patron shout-outs. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, we got from Church on a Hill. <laughs> oh, Church on a Hill. Okay, nice. It says, awesome podcast, five stars. He says, what to say? I have no words to explain how awesome you guys are. No words. The community you guys made. Keep it up. Oh, and Josh, D's nuts. <laughs> Love you guys. Keep it he just, like, just got to drop them for the heck of it. <laughs> It's sacred. I love that we got that in there. Hey, thanks so much, man. Thanks so much for the support. Those iTunes reviews always, always bump us up, get us more awareness out oh. there. Man, love it. Thank Josh, you so much. Yes. Hit me up with the sound. Turkey Lady is an old grandma, and she's very traditional. 
and she comes over to Josh's house and she sees Josh's Christmas tree and she accidentally drops her necklace on the ground so she bends down to get the necklace off the ground and while she's down on the ground to get the necklace she looks over at the Christmas tree and this old very conservative traditional grandma the turkey lady sees that Josh has hung a pair of truck nuts from the bottom of his Christmas tree hit us up with the reaction from turkey lady what what are you Okay, what's 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 the matter, Grandma? What what is that? You gonna tell me what that right now? You got the, the truck nuts on the Christmas tree? God damn! I told you <laughs> you gotta hit with traditional Christmas tree. I got family coming over. I got extended family coming over. I gotta get the turkey in the oven. I gotta get the ham on the glaze, baby. Gotta not get that symbiote on there this year. I'm telling you what, get my golden golden red fried pan. And you're going to have the truck nuts on the tree? Take that over there right now. Okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I take it off right now. I mean, can I put it on the back why of the tree? I don't know why Graham describing dinner. Absolutely not. Can't put it on the back of the tree. Can't put it on the top. Can't put it on the bottom. Can't put it anywhere. You go put that in your room, and you go throw that in the trash. Just no way on the Christmas tree. Not for my Christmas. Hashtag not my Christmas. <laughs> I, I like how Grandma's like, you know what? I'm upset about these truck nuts, but I'm going to describe all my dinner plans. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to describe the dinner. Got to describe uh, what's going to be on the menu. That was good. All right, going into our patron shout-outs. We got three new patrons, Josh. We got Dark Chaos 580 who is darker and edgier than all of my Screamo music. <laughs> I love that name. Reminds me of Dark Master, the OG Xbox gamer tag. Thank you. We also have new patron Phantom. Thank Phantom. you so much. Phantom, you're Phantom. almost as dark as Dark Chaos is with inside himself. Oh my god. Oh. Thank you And so then we much. have Blind Valkyrie, who was very Blind active Valkyrie, in the Discord. Yeah. Great to have We're you. So glad to have you. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for your support. We love you guys. Yeah, you've been what, great. Thank uh, you. What what's uh let's let's think of something for Blind Valkyrie. You know, she's she's the most powerful bl- <laughs> the most powerful Valkyrie, despite not being able to see anything. Yeah. She don't need to see to kick ass. And why can't she see anything? Because Aries 0430's mustache is blocking the entire view. <laughs> Thank you, Aries. Got there you, go. Josh. Two and one. All right, Josh, we're going to go through this quick. Next, we got William Green. Thank you so much. My Thank pastor's so much, last William. name is Green, which means I think you're a very good dude. Thank you, William Green. We got Kevin Benson. He's on episode 99. Check him out. Hell we love yeah, you. Merry Kevin. Christmas. Happy holidays. Albino, you're a sacred staple. Just love like you, our Albino. boy Rodan. Thank you so much. Next, we got Ira from... Is it now? Did he say I I R V? We'll re-listen back. We'll get it. We'll, we're gonna we, nail it. Down. If we got that wrong again, we still got it right that your name is Ira. We love you, dude. You're yeah, dope. Thank you, you so much. Your clip vibes. was great too. Thank you, thank you, Ira. Uh, next, we got Jason Bird. I'm like a bird. I'm only trying. I had to do that part <laughs> always in court. Next, we got Mr. Muffin, who is my brother. Gonna have some muffins <laughs> for Christmas, great. maybe. Yes. Thank you so much. Next, it's not uh old spice or axe it's it's aj's dank and it's quite AJ's frankly <laughs> awful no thank you we love you so much yeah, appreciate you, you we got evan leah we got ellie Leo. finn we got fallout 152 who is twice away in the future from fallout 76 oh i don't know what i'm trying to say there <laughs> next tra- we got owen the lego king who's just waiting for halo to come to legos he's he doesn't want mega constructs just not up Give to us par. the legos not to park yeah 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 Next, we got Church on a Hill, who left that great review. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank Happy you for holidays. that. That was great to see. We got Stephen Laslavi. Thanks for being here. Stephen! Josh, I want you to put a little Christmas theme onto the typical Menadeus tune. Menadeus, 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 You've really fucked me up. Come on, rock me, Menadeus. Rock me on the Christmas tree. Rock me on my dance. There you go. Nice. 
Nice. <laughs> Next we got, he's a rebel, he's a saint. It's Shin Rebel. Shin Rebel. Next we got, ascending from the ashes, born anew, Irish King. Irish Thank King. you so much. <laughs> you remind you so me of much. Christmas because you're from Harry Potter. Yeah. Next we got, not the dope shark, not the cool shark, it's the, the lame, lame shark. shark. He's cooler than all of them. I think I saw a grunt do, not the dab above my corpse, but the dab. Thank Dabbing you so much. You right Appreciate now, though. You. Next, we got Timberland Bear. I hope you're doing okay, man. Love you, Hit buddy. Thinking of you. Thing. We love you. Appreciate yeah, love you. Love you, man. Next, we got Kevin Nelson, who plays football, where he runs the bases ever so fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Next, we got Demon256, who's got 256 megabytes more memory than Chief himself. More power. We got Eric Milligan, who reminds me of Mulligans from those early Madden days with my dad. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. We got Jared Hartley, who most definitely has a girlfriend, and they both look beautiful <laughs> together. Thank you so much. You know, Next, you know. we have I'm a spacebound rocket ship, and now it's pretty cold. <laughs> Thank you, Spacebound, for letting me sing that ridiculous song to you and staying a patron. Next, we got Joe, Small Print TV. He's also our editor and mod. Thank you so much. I love much. you so Appreciate much, Joe. You, I miss you, man. Speaking of mods, we got Aaron and Preyanchu. Love those guys. You heard them on the last Carnage Report. Make sure you let them know how awesome that was. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. We got Cameron88, who is still killing everyone with them Halo Halo 3 pistols. Thank you so much for that. Next, we got Colton Pittman, who gave Brett Favre a run for his money. He did. He really did. A literal fist. We got Butter My Waffles. Delicious. Who says, You know what makes these waffles taste better? If I had some protein jugs to add to them. Protein jugs. Thank you, as always. Next, we got Nerva, David Wyant, who is Josh's friend, but is now my friend, too, and created Sacred Icon Bingo. What a legend. Thank you so much. Yeah, I need to see that card again. I need Josh, hit me up with the ACDC Outlaw sound. The ACDC. ACDC Outlaw coming back. I need a red boot, red notes, hitting up the locks and the retreats because he's got a... Okay, I got nothing for that. It's just sad that I think of Iron Man, like, even though we're talking about DC Comics <laughs> oh, yeah. and AC. Speaking of David, that was hilarious. David told us in the Discord that uh, his daughter started like singing, I think, or laughing at the last one. Oh, I'm, I'm oh yeah. It. But, like you oh, were yeah, listening to it in the car, and she started cracking up or singing that. That was good. Next, we got Descending from His Butthole Web. It's Caleb Webster. Hey, Thank guys. Thank you so much for your support, bro. Hey. Next, we got Chris Greco. Mineco. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Josh, anything you want to say? No, I'm gonna, you take it away every time now. I'm letting you have that. Okay, next we got Tony. <laughs> we always get goofy at the end. I love it. <laughs> uh, Tony, thank you so much for that. Sending that in. Hey, thank you, you so much, Tony. Uh, next we got Pixel Freaks. Thank you Pixel for that Freaks, email. Love you, dude. You. You're way better than Pixels. Uh, we got not the Queen Grunt, not the Junior Grunt, the King. The King Grunt. King. Thank you so much. We got the guy with the dope as heck name. It's Alex Diaz. Appreciate Alex it. Thank you so much. You know what else kind of sounds Christmassy? If I watch Phantom, Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace sounds like a good time right it now. It is. But what also sounds good is Montana Menace. There it is. There it is. Give me some codes recently. A lot of you guys gave us some Rockstar codes recently. Thank you so much. Really helped me out. Next, we got Green Plumber, who is going to be on the podcast very shortly. Very shortly. Can't wait. Got to speak to him briefly. And uh, honestly, I I miss you already, man. Can't wait to talk to you. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you so much, man. After we wake up on Christmas, I might have myself some cereal. Josh, what do you think I'll have? Probably Codios. Absolutely. Yeah, let's have some Codios. That'd be good. Josh, you know what makes you feel ever so small on Christmas? The fact that you're not Joshy Big Boy. But Joshy Big Boy is Joshy Big Boy. That's right. The true. The true Joshy. Hail to the king, Next, we've got Ryan Barca, who plays NASCAR Thunder 2003, 365 days a year. Still hasn't finished Infinite because he's going for a new high score on Daytona. <laughs> Sounds Pop- like a good Christmas game. <laughs> 
Next, we got Dustin Madre, who is a new father. A new I'm father. Specify that this time because prior times, Josh is like, people are going to be like, well, what is so special about him being a father? He's a recent father. Yeah. And he's going to be a father for his first Christmas. Congratulations. Yeah, to you. congratulations, so cool. man. Next, we got Anthony Nicolosi from KO Qual Entertainment. Killing it. Loving Halo Infinite. Awesome dude. Thank you so much. We got Corey Hanks, who's speaking his mind. I think he's pretty satisfied with Halo Infinite, but we're going to have him on the show yep, yep, yep. in a couple weeks. Looking forward to Looking that. forward to hearing from that. Um, and then next up, we have Brent Onimo, who's also going to be on the show soon. We got our guest. Got a lot coming up in January, him. yeah. Go check out Oni Nightwire. Go Thank check you so it much, out Brent. Right now. Uh, next, we got dropping from the ceiling with them ODST Chili Drop Pod. It Could is it MH Cosplay. Cosplay. Man, I've been redeeming so those much, chili bro. codes. Man, thank you so much, Mike, for mm-hmm. dropping them my way. Next, we got the genius Genesis. Thank you, Genesis. Next, we got Ian Big Dog Mills, who was on the main stage. He was on stage, dude. At look at uh, is it, how do you, how do you pronounce it? I always get it wrong. Is it uh, Ra- Raleigh? I'm call it Raleigh. Raleigh. Okay. Raleigh. Well. Dude, you owned it. You're killing it, man. Your numbers are going up. You're representing. You're awesome. We love you. If you guys want to check out Ian Big Dog Mills, he was on a guest episode some 50 episodes ago. Yeah, it was great to have him on. Such a such a damn delight. So he deserves all the support. Absolutely. Next, we got the meanest meme lord of all, Photon. 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 Appreciate you as always. Next, we got not Uber Nick. KN Nick, who says, I support you for the quality. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. KN Nick, if you're ever wondering to yourself, you know, why am I not as big as Uber Nick? Uber Nick. Well, let me tell you this. Uber Nick isn't a patron, so who gives a damn? You're better. I'm <laughs> just kidding. We love Uber Nick, too. <laughs> no, yeah, but he's, he's not great, a patron, and you are. Uh, next, we got the dude who, if he was the last man on Earth, the world would still be very populated because all the women would come with him. Here it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there, there it is. is. Got him. Brilliant. It's Trevor Polky. Thank you so much. Next, we got the Shipleys, who we really need to think of something new other than just WandaVision. But I love WandaVision so much. Well, WandaVision, so you well. know, the Shipleys are now entering the multiverse of madness. So a lot of crazy ah, stuff yes. is going to be happening for yes. them. Does that period. mean Jordan can be Doctor Strange? Sure. Sure. Awesome. <laughs> Josh's like, give it to him. <laughs> Next, we got the OG Halo podcaster. It's Dustorm. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, bro. Next, we got the dude who is in second place for what seems like forever, but he's holding out if he can take first. It's our buddy Glass. Thank you so much for your support. Hey, Glass. Thank you, buddy. And Josh, finally, we have... The man who saw Justice League knew it needed more, got what he wanted this year, and next year's getting the Batman here in February or March. I don't know when it is. It's Matthew Salvatore, ladies and gentlemen. Boom! That's it, guys. That's it for this year. Real quick, year. I totally forgot. Guys, we've been streaming lately on Twitch. If you want to follow <laughs> oh, Brian, geez. hit him up at twitch.tv slash Bane. You want to hit me up at twitch.tv slash sacredicon.joshi. Also, I'm doing a podcast on the side where I watch movies and review it with my buddies, Erwin and Jeff, called Cinema This. And we're going to be putting up a spoiler cast episode here soon, hopefully, on Spider-Man No Way Home. So definitely go follow us on Twitter. And Josh look. is like, the last thing I want you to remember about me from the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I totally, I totally forgot though. It's like I, I can't. You, bro, guys, no, no, no. gotta get Brian. I gotta say it, it. You know, Brian does so much when it comes to this stuff. Uh, trying to remember it and pull it all out, and he does an amazing job. If we can just give him a sacred applause right now, because he always does this at the end, does it brilliantly. If he's not Learn doing this stuff like he does, right to the end, he's always doing it. You know what? Right to the end of these nuts, Brian. Love you. Oh, there he got is. it in. Got him. It's but it always does it it's right because they sag into the floor. Oh, sag into the floor. You got to pick him up. Oh, dang, we can't do get it on the ground. That's dirty. I got. I got to sweep, sweep it up. underneath the tree. Sweep him underneath the tree where nobody can see them, honey. Roasted nuts. 
<laughs> Brian's like, I can't. Guys, I, thank I, you I so can't. much for being here for another year of Sacred Icon. Love you guys. Can't uh, wait for we next. Hope you year. have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Whatever you guys are celebrating, we love Merry you guys. Christmas. We're gonna see you very shortly. I hope you're enjoying Halo Infinite. Hope this year has just been a blessing and a joy to you. Love uh, you guys. guys. We love you so much. And as always, keep it sacred. So on charged the scarab, accompanied by ghosts, leaving me and Cortana to stare down this host. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of dainty wee hoofs. And whatever it was dropped a gift with a clatter. Something metal and heavy, was it too late to matter? I stepped from the wreckage to examine the drop, and what I saw there caused my heart near to stop. A long, bulky present wrapped up in red tissue, mysterious present, standard military issue. What invisible friend dropped off this glorious gift, apported to save us from a dimensional rift? I knew not to look a gift horse in the mouth, so I unwrapped the present and pointed it south. Cortana gasped loudly when she saw what it was, exactly the tool we required for our cause. Whoever had left it, be they friend or a pranker, had gifted us both a full-loaded spanker. The grunt looked alarmed from the shrinking now distance, and I laughed when I saw his unraveling resistance. He tried at the last to abandon his charge. He yelled to his men, The foe is too large! Elite spruits and jackals, they started to scatter, but my lock-on had beeped. It was too late to matter. Their fleeing retreat had the look of a riot, as they panicked and capered and got strangely quiet. I locked on and fired, struck the scarab's main piston ring. Happy Christmas to all, because rockets beat everything. Cortana corrected me, saying, isn't that the tank? I told her to shut up, and I went back inside because she had ruined my pentameter. Happy holidays, everyone.